Previously on Lonely Boys. Shouldn't you be out dealing with your own issues instead of hunting me down? I didn't even know you were here. Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you? I see that you have found Monsieur Bass's <laughs> stolen purpose. Oh, oh, very good. Wow, <laughs> oh, a real Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell how French you are just from the accent. Wait, Mr. Bess's property? The ring is his? That's why I'm here. Inspector Chevalier asked me to claim it. The thieves couldn't find such a valuable piece in their usual haunts in Prague, so they came to Paris to try to return it for the cash. That's Harry right. Winston knew Monsieur Bass was the original purchaser. That's when they called us. And the body you saw was one of the thieves. <sighs> so why was Chuck's blood on the wallet? <laughs> Monsieur Bess would not let go of the ring. He fought him hard so we could shut him. Chuck was shy! Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 4, Episode 3 of Gossip Girl, The Undergraduates, but I'm not here by myself. I am here. Well, actually, unfortunately, I'm down to my last key, so only one of us can podcast today. So, uh, Brendan Ruppel, you, you can just go home. Okay. <laughs> All right, I changed my I changed my mind. You can, you can uh, okay, cool, cool. I am, of course, your co-host, the creepy uncle of podcasting, aka Uncle Cream. Hi, to the Cream Nation, recording live from the Crematorium. I am your editor in chief here at Cream Weekly, Doctor Officer Cream, reporting for duty. Wow, thank wow. God, because I was really excited to say all that, obviously. And obviously, uh, I, I was, I just abide by orders, and you told me to go home, so I was, I was packing up my bags. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you really took that seriously. You were about to leave, uh, <laughs> Brendan. We, we have another guest. It's another. <laughs> Every time you say it, you say it, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to believe you one day. Yeah, well, that's that's the, that's the bit. That's I mean, it's not really a bit, but that's that's like that's the script. Well, should I, I start from, saying like, something like, "Wow," or like, "I dare you." Yeah, we dare you? That'd be weird. All right, let's try that. Brendan, we have another guest. We have another guest today. I dare you. <laughs> Bring him all on. Right, uh, all right, dare received. Uh, Brendan, it's another it's another first timer wow. in Lonely Boys at the Lonely Boys Studio. Uh, it's, a, it's another guest that hasn't ever seen the show, and uh, we. I'm very excited. He he still wanted to come on though. I'm very excited to get his his. Uh, his takes on Gossip Girl because we have a, we have a certified rock star in in the oh, in man. the house as you can tell from his uh, his little his little avatar that comes up when when uh, <laughs> when he's speaking oh. and and listeners can't can't see that but only only us in the Discord can yeah but uh, from from the world renowned I'll say famous band Young Culture we have Abe and I have never pronounced your last name before in my life so let's see how this goes Pietra Fesa. Oh, that was good. Oh, wow. Guys, what a what an intro. I am excited, to say the least. That was good. You guys both nailed that. <laughs> wow. No one's ever said that was awesome. How we nice. should get this much praise for the intro. Ever. <laughs> yeah, that was, I don't know what I was expecting, but that was beyond what I expected. So, yeah. kudos. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Um, now, it. You you seem unsure of yourself coming on because you've never seen the show, but we we had this episode scheduled, so at some point I must have asked you to come on, and you said yes. So I, yeah, I mean, no, you asked me, I think it, at uh, our, our friend's wedding, like yeah, a good six months like ago, months, months ago, and then I obviously I obviously forgot that I was going <laughs> to do it, 
So when I got your text saying like, hey, the, we're going to record next week, I was like, okay, <laughs> well, I still am down. <laughs> but uh, I had still yet to see the show. Right. And when you said, just to let you know, uh, I've never seen the show, I was like, we talked about this. It's all right. Guests come on before and do that all the time. There was some kind of miscommunication where uh, I guess I forgot to mention that you you should, at the very least, watch the episode that we're going to be discussing. I thought that, yeah. So when we were initially going to go record this, I thought I didn't even need to watch the episode. So I didn't. But yeah, So luckily, luckily, we had a lot of delays in recording and we're yeah. recording later than we thought we were going to be. So you had plenty of time to watch. So now I am currently one episode into gossip girl now Not currently i'm watching one. as we as we, re- as we record this i'm watching the episode <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm watching as we record <laughs> and speaking of which my uh, one of my coworkers today told me that uh she's just started listening to the podcast with her mom and they, they listen to the two most recent episodes so, oh, so you have uh, one person also- that hates the show and one person that can't stop listening <laughs> yeah exactly wow. i love getting everyone okay great <laughs> and that person that hates the show told me that uh she almost fell asleep while listening, and she was driving. So. <laughs> we almost killed somebody. <laughs> we almost killed somebody. Wow. But, uh, the other, the one that likes it said it was great. Her mom loves Gossip Girl. She was very excited. So shout out, shout out to that coworker's mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, right, so what would the show cool. look like right. if we did have someone come on that purposely didn't watch the episode? Would that still be entertaining? It would be us talking. <laughs> No, it'd be. I mean, it would be. It wouldn't be not entertaining, but it'd be us talking about it, and then they'd be like, "Yep, yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty cool." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an episode. I've only been talking to Gabe for ten minutes now, but I feel like he could probably insert himself here and there and say, you know. So that's that's like kind of my role. I I kind of thought that I was gonna have to like go back to my high school ways and pretend that I like read the chapter. Seems <laughs> <laughs> like interesting just exercise. Kind of, Gabe, Gabe, you did offer multiple times to spark notes the episode. Yeah, I said if it would make it easier. Um, and, I, and I watched. So I, I watched last night, so it's fresh in my mind. But um, because I haven't seen any other episodes, none of the episode really made sense to me. Which is great. Um, which is great. If you have questions, you can ask them. Now, now Gabe, I, we ask all our first-time guests uh, what their history with Gossip Girl is. We know that yours is uh, very minimal. You've never seen the show. Well, okay, so, well... I have some uh, some history. Oh, they redid the show, right? Or they added yes, a new... There was a, a reboot, a tragically recently canceled reboot. Oh, okay. So I've seen a couple episodes of the reboot because... Oh, uh, no spoilers. There's a, I, I won't. I won't. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. I don't even know the character's name, but uh, his real name is Evan Mock. He's a skateboarder, and he oh, got casted. Uh... I don't know. I, I don't remember. know. I can't remember his character's name. Oh, he plays Aki. You, you may continue. Yeah. So I, I watched uh, with somebody else because they were watching it, and I was interested because I liked Evan Mock as a skateboarder. Oh, so is he um, more famous in the uh, skateboarding world than the than the teen drama world? I don't. I think it's there's starting to become a shift uh, oh, because okay. he's also like a model, and he's like okay. famous he's just, for fashion stuff. He's famous, kind of yeah. famous for his pink. He's famous for his pink hair, according just, to Wikipedia. Yeah, just like a hot hot skater guy who turned it. It's kind of like how not to switch shows, but. Dominic Fike on Euphoria. Mm, yeah. Haven't seen. A show that I've not watched yet, but I will watch. I will watch point. it. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny um, is that the guy's name in the in the one show is a different sport than what he actually plays. Because he, um, he's a skateboarder, but his name is Aki. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aki what's, without the age. Sport? Oh, hockey. Okay, <laughs> that's the sport you're going for. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good really reach. Good. Yeah, the <laughs> joke of the podcast so far. That was really good. It's going to be hard to top that one. I was it, waiting it, for it, my, my line to, uh, to insert myself in there for a really while. really good. Uh, 
Gabe, based on the one episode you have seen of the of the original Gossip Girl, uh, who would you say is your favorite and least favorite character? Oh, I actually, um, I, that's I have an answer for this. Um, Serena, Serena, Blake Lively is Serena, right? Yes, that's correct. She's she seems to be my favorite so far. He seems and... to be. <laughs> he could be turned. I don't know. It's he could be turned. It seems like there's a lot of drama in the show, so I don't know sure. if she does anything. I also learned that she cheated on somebody. That's not a mm-hmm. spoiler, it, right? Barely, we already went through she that. Really just no, 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 yeah, yeah. That, anything that happened in the episode is fair game. So I did see that towards the end of the episode, which made me not like her as much. Yeah, but. You know, I don't know the full context of the situation. And then also, uh, so yeah, I like Blake Lively's character. And then Chuck Bass is my least favorite. Okay, uh, all right. I don't know if that's character. If that's a hot take or not. But I do remember... Um, I remember in high school, like when other people would watch the show, they would obsess over him. And I always thought, I was like, he's not even really that handsome. So when I saw him in the show and I noticed he's like this kind of like uh, like cocky, rich guy character that other people like maybe like look up to but don't even really like him. I'm like, I don't know if his personality is something I even really like. And he's not that handsome. And apparently he sec- did he sexually assault his ex-girlfriend? Yeah, you came in when uh, they kind of... It was his ex-girlfriend. It was, it was, it was just like a, a freshman friend, yeah, that just went to the girls. Okay, so that changes things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm just I kidding. Say, they, they hadn't talked me, about that in a long time either. So you came yeah, just in time to like re- <laughs> recall the rape. Brought it up again to, <laughs> to reiterate on the backstory. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, I, I mean, we tend to be a couple of Chuck boys on the show. He is a very popular character, but a very polarizing character as well. He, he is in somewhat of a flop era in this point of the show. We haven't been uh, yeah. thrilled with what he's been doing since uh, right. towards the end of season three. They're in the middle of trying uh, to redeem him right now too. I was like, you, you okay. saw it's not, not going super well. Yeah, he's moment. on another redemption arc right now uh so we'll see if he can rebound again by the end of the show but i, I think it's personally per, per, personally uh reasonable perfectly is the word i'm looking for <laughs> jesus christ i knew that wasn't right perfectly reasonable uh for you to uh come away feeling that way uh okay i i also i am a bit of a a serena hater but i i get how a first-time viewer uh, could be charmed by her oh so we're on they're watching we're on almost opposite terms different terms well bit. i I, uh, but that's what I was thinking about Serena too, though. Is like I've never seen her in full form, so I yeah. I could be I could be. It, it would make sense that maybe she would do some slimy stuff. Like I I can tell she's not above that. Um, she's just. Uh, I mean, we we'll get into it, but she's she's a lot sometimes. It, she's she's her decision making skills are not her, uh, not, not her strong suit. Uh, but you know, not, not a bad episode for her the... though. Yeah. No, you know it wasn't. It, it really wasn't. I, uh, I, I, she's on the short list for MVP. Not to spoiler. I, do, mm-hmm. I don't even remember who I gave MVP to because we took notes a while. I took notes a while ago for this, so it'll be a surprise just as much to me as it is to you guys. It's, when we, when it's we... a surprise to me every time I do it. I don't decide until do you, we're about to do the second. Yeah, yeah. Do you do well, yeah, a, I, MVP of the episode or MVP yeah, of the season? Of well, at the season at the end of the season, but of the episode each episode <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I'll make a short list and then usually decide uh, for sure by the, when we get there. But um, let's get into the episode here. Brendan, it's your time to shine. You are in a bit of a slump, I hate to remind you. Uh, the, you don't the hate epi- to remind me. The episode title is The Undergraduates. Do you know what this title is referencing? Uh, I, I've, you know, I'm always worried when I feel a little confident. But I'm just going to come out and say The Graduates? You know... That's what I thought it was going to be. Oh, come on. But, <laughs> what you... According to IMDb, is the that a movie? title is based 
episode uh, the graduate is definitely a movie graduate. but uh it says the episode title is based off the movie the underneath okay so i had no chance 1995 but starring uh friend of not friend but uh who who are other podcasts is named after starring peter gallagher who plays oh. sandy cohen in the oc yeah how about that so but a, a movie you've to, never heard of either Little shout out to Sandy. I'd never heard of the underneath, but I think I think uh, yeah, they're, they're like really running out of super famous titles at this point, and they, yeah, they they're really like a lot are. Of I, I I hope Wait, so we we get yeah, yeah, they, every oh, go they, on, na- Gabe. they name every show after a movie. Yeah, every title is a reference to something, be it a movie or a uh, maybe television series or a play or a book or you know uh, oh. something of that nature or a poem. Some yeah, it's always going to be a reference to something. And Brendan, uh, going into the season, had been exactly of. Uh, 50% on whether he gets the reference or not. You've started this season off 0 for 3, uh, dating back to last season when you finished that 0 for your last 3. You're now on a 6 uh, reference losing streak. Oof. So hopefully we can break out of this skid next week. I'm like but, a regular uh, uh, Aaron Hicks right now. Yeah, yeah. You, and you want to be an Aaron Judge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Original air date, uh, September 27th, 2010. It's Blair's first day of Columbia, and Gossip Girl is under construction. We've uh, we've never seen any technical difficulties like this before. Uh, Dorota thinks maybe Gossip Girl got kidnapped, and Blair tells her no more Law & Order SVU while breastfeeding. I don't know what breastfeeding had to do with any of it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if it poisons her mind somehow, the, the combination of breastfeeding and Law & Order SVU, but uh, Blair has forbid her from doing that. So. I don't know. I, I think uh, she wants to just remind the audience about Dorota's breasts, because we haven't talked Dorota's to Dorota all that breasts, much, and yeah. we just, you know, she wanted us to think about it, and I and I did, and you and, and we all did, yeah, as was Blair's goal. Uh, so Blair reminds us that unlike at NYU, the students at Columbia actually understand and respect the power of Gossip Girl, but uh, she's worried that her first day at Columbia isn't going to matter if Gossip Girl isn't around to tell people it does, and uh, she does expect Dorota to be able to fix the problems <laughs> somehow, and Dorota <laughs> just keeps like refreshing it and not being able to do anything. So Gabe, were you able to tell uh, how big a deal Gossip Girl is to the characters of this show by watching this one episode? Yeah, I, I could tell immediately how, like, even the characters I thought wouldn't care about it definitely cared about it. I mean, there was, like, a a dad. Yeah, Rufus he cares dad. about it, too. He's on the Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, if the parents care about it, that's got to be yeah, something that, That's insane. how they're getting their news, too. Yeah, she ropes in everyone, everyone. Everyone knows so what's going I, on with Gossip Girl. Nobody knows who the Gossip Girl blogger is. That's correct, including that the, Brendan. Yeah, that is that will be, oh, that's right. Yeah, that will be revealed on the last episode of of the series. Oh, really? So, um but my my confusion and like like I don't know if this is like a error in the show is like some of the events were like live streamed, yeah. right? Mhm. How do they not see don't know. the person? I, I don't have answers. So this is the, this is the <laughs> first episode we've seen that Gossip Girl has live streaming capabilities. Um, oh, and I okay. don't know what's going in. I don't know what's going in. I don't know how someone is like recording this and live streaming it without. I, I, maybe someone recorded it and sent it into Gossip Girl, but I don't know how she's able to turn around a live stream so quickly. There's submissions. Yes, there are people that that uh, take pictures and stuff and submit to Gossip Girl or will submit tips and stuff, and then Gossip Girl will will report on it. It's almost like when you Thought text you. to Cha Cha. That sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, I, re- yeah, I, I used to remember that. Yeah, I used yeah, I to remember that too. I, <laughs> I used. I realized that's a weird thing. That I used to. Remember. <laughs> I've since forgotten, but I used to remember. Cha-cha. <laughs> uh, at it, the penthouse, Gossip Girl is like Eric, it has a especially large presence in this episode. I feel like they're not all yes, like this. Yeah, but like okay, we yeah. said before, every, everyone was was talking about the, yes, the for sure. Gossip Girl this episode. Gossip Girl. 
Yeah, Gonzalo was a big part in this one. Uh, at the penthouse, Eric's first appearance of the season. He's got a lovely first day of senior year outfit, a nice pink button-up. Although I guess uh, it, maybe it's not necessarily Eric's first day of school just because it's Blair's first day of school. Uh, uh, maybe St. Uh, Jude's. Probably or, not, actually, because college sorry. usually starts yeah. earlier. Right. Uh, Serena's very excited for the first day of school, especially since Gossip Girl won't be around to document it. The, the opposite feeling of Blair. But uh, Eric thinks that maybe Gossip Girl has something planned. And I don't think she did. I, there's really no explanation for why Gossip Girl is under construction. It, it doesn't really fit into the episode at all. Uh, Gossip Girl just kind of comes back at some point and says, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just say Don't know why God for like the sake of the plot. Don't oh, know you, you know what? Maybe that was it. It was because the construction was like the live stream capabilities. Uh, maybe they had, yeah, they had oh, to that's... go down for a second. To... Yeah. Yeah. Weird that they don't mention it in the episode when, when they come well, back, but. They, they want you to infer that that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's true. Gossip Girl is more of a thinking man's show, so they, <laughs> yeah. you have to read between the lines a lot. Um, yeah. Chuck wakes up, and Eva is not next to him, but it looks like she's left him some kind of note, and did the note say, I'm, I'm on, on the, the roof, I'm going to jump? <laughs> because Chuck sprints up to the roof and asks Eva what she's doing up here because he was worried. But she's Wait, just no, like, he, That's true, because in my version, he did. He was screaming out the door saying, don't jump! <laughs> don't jump! <laughs> Eva, no! <laughs> Eva's, the, Eva's the Chuck's new girlfriend? Yes, like yeah, the, the French the, blonde girl. The French yeah, girl. yeah. Oh, some, some really harsh words were said to her at some point in the show, I forgot. Yeah, if you're if you're kind of a newcomer, if you're an outsider, uh, the people are not going to be kind to you. I mean, Chuck used to be one of the people who was not kind to the outsiders, but now uh, he, he's kind of the the new refined Chuck, as he likes to think of himself. That's because so he, he gets to be insider, right? right exactly. Do they explain why uh, he's so rich? Chuck, uh, his he is uh, son to the late uh, Bart Bass, who was uh, kind of a a Donald Trump esque real estate mogul type uh who had billions upon billions of dollars in new york so chuck is kind of the heir to all of that gotcha okay yeah he's the by far the richest character of the show of a, of a cast of people who are all supposed to be super rich he's one of the richest people oh, in the world. they're, they're yeah, all supposed to be rich yes they, they are all very wealthy uh upper east siders uh chuck Chuck's dad was reported to be a, a twelve billionaire. So if Chuck inherited most of that, uh, he, you know his his finances are somewhere around the same. Wow, his dad died, or he his dad did die. Yes, yeah, uh, Rufus Brendan thinks him. Rufus may have been the one to kill him. <laughs> uh, he's very confident about it. We'll we'll see. That hasn't panned out yet, but we'll see if that that's. To be it's kind of funny that Rufus <laughs> killed him but didn't get any of the money. Like you think that would be a part of his scheme? <laughs> he, no, he, he didn't got think Lily. it through. Oh, that's true. Yeah, see, she's the real Chuck's prize. dad Bart was uh, was married to Lily before his uh, untimely death. That's the blonde so, uh, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Best character. I don't know if I remember Lily. Okay. No, well, I think I do. She's the one uh, who's married to Rufus currently. Okay. Who's she? Was the one that so, was talking to Chuck a lot, the older woman. Yeah. Got you. So uh, Blair and Serena are gonna are gonna start at Columbia. Blair says the good thing about Gossip Girl is uh, no Chuck, and they're all really acting like Gossip Girl is taking some sort of extended vacation. But like like Eric says, it's just his under construction, not out of service. Gossip Girl could be back by lunch for all they know, and she will be back relatively soon. So uh, this isn't really the big deal that they seem to be making it out to be. And uh, Blair's concerned for Serena having to start school with an ex boyfriend on the loose, and I'm sure that is the vibe. Like Nate just wanders around campus like a dog without a leash. <laughs> just walks there's, around there's like, Nate again. Uh, well, well, can't find class. She, she, she can't find her class later on. You would expect, yeah, you would expect Nate <laughs> rolling around in the grass, 
gets shit all over himself. (laughs) (laughs) So Blair tells Serena that there's probably an entire frat house of guys already fighting over her. Uh, But don't worry, because Blair's jealousy issues are as over as surf fabrics for evening wear. Uh, And I I don't know what she means by that, but I also don't believe it for a second. Like, if I know Blair, she's going to be jealous about someone. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So, uh, We'll see if Blair can stay true to that. But uh, Blair mentions Hamilton House. And Serena's like, oh, so they do have a Columbia chapter. And she thinks that Nate is a part of it, but won't fess up. And Blair tells her that he's right not to. Their membership is so restricted that they make Soho House look like a halfway house. Um, and I cannot believe we are going to the Secret Society well again. <laughs> uh, Gabe, f- since you don't know, Blair does this literally at least once a season. I, I don't know how there's so <laughs> many Secret Societies, but she I guess this one was a little different. Uh, but she always ends up learning the same lesson at the end of the day. Uh, were people like clamoring for secret society plot lines, and that's why we had to keep doing this? It, it's not like a, a staple of the show, like Attilian, where at least that makes sense to do it a couple of times. But uh, we, it's like literally once a season. Blair's like, "There's a secret society that I need to become a part of." Yeah, that's uh, that's wild that they, that happens every season. <laughs> at least with, with this one, it's kind of like a, a way for her to get back in the, like the mix with the minions. So I, I, don't, yes, I don't I don't hate yes. it that much. Um, the other, other the other ones, it's like it becomes more of like a stupid mystery that we don't care about. So, but this one's kind of right. like front and center, and they don't hide too much. Yeah, and I I do think because of the Juliet of it all, this is definitely the best of the fifteen secret society plots we've yeah. gotten. Um, so <laughs> I, do, I do like for, for Blair though that she is like really racking up the resume of secret societies. Like if you're if she's been a part of how many of them now, like three or four. Yeah, <laughs> she's. She, I mean, Does she, she doesn't last very long. I think, I think she leaves in her own terms for the most part. Or they forget about it, so they don't yeah, talk about it anymore. I, we'll have to revisit those. We'll have to do a, a, an off-season episode where we revisit all the secret societies <laughs> that Blair's been a part of. Um, Blair tells Serena that uh, they. I remember one of them was a bunch. It was literally just a bunch of old ladies that were just uh, making fun of Chuck's dead dad. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why Blair was not. That, <laughs> and, and how much of a whore Serena is. So. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad he's still spinning in Rufus's tire. <laughs> Blair tells Serena that they can't even apply. Incoming students are selected by an anonymous board of alumni, and uh, these alumni don't have anything better to do than pick people for a secret society. Like these Ivy League graduates are spending their day stalking new students and deeming them worthy or not for a secret club it seems kind of embarrassing to me yeah their only work is for like the week leading up to school starting they do nothing else yes. the entire year. <laughs> and so, I mean, obviously, I thought that Serena would get in and Blair would get jealous again. That was my first thought. But thank God they that's don't do thought. that again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Blair, that's Blair... the complete opposite, right? Right, exactly. Blair says that if you think you were chosen, then you have to find the key master on the first day of class. Um, so more on that later. But first, Lily is wearing her sexy glasses, Brendan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I-, I know this was doing something to you. <laughs> I, 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 I just I paused and had to... Change my underwear. You had to go to the D and D room. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Brent, Brendan has uh, somewhat of an affinity for uh, Lily in this show. So Lily, let me. See. I gotta look up who Lily is again, just so I know. Yeah, you're just gonna find a, a bunch of. Uh, she is Serena of and Eric's mom. She is uh, Dan and Jenny, who you don't know's mom uh, by marriage of set mom by marriage of Rufus. She is Chuck's stepmom by marriage of uh, the late great Bart Bass. Uh, so she's got a lot of uh, a lot of characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are her family? Yeah, yeah. and uh, she is married yeah. to Rufus she, currently. And, she's uh, she's just so, so sweet, such a loving mother figure. That that scene where uh, her and Rufus are on the phone, and she goes, "Good luck, my darling." I now yeah, will have, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I have that clipped, say, and I, I'm going to start listening to that before every episode. I was of going show. to ask if you clicked that and saved it to your phone <laughs> when she says, "Good luck, my darling." Yeah. To, to Rufus. <laughs> That's good. 
Every time you're about to do something, you play you play Lily's Good Luck, my darling. Thanks, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> um so it looks like we're finally gonna rip off this band-aid where Rufus has finally uh confirmed that Milo is not Dan's kid. It happens off screen, even though the first two episodes Rufus was obsessed about this. Now he's gonna start the third one where he's like, I figured it out. She's he's definitely not her kid. I gotta tell I gotta tell Dan, who is currently rocking baby Milo, not singing his famous uh, Your Loft is My Loft song. And Rufus comes in and asks if Georgina's home and Dan tells him that she should be back from her spa treatment any moment and asks what's going on. So uh are you excited, Brendan, that uh, Gabe uh, thankfully hasn't had to put up with this epi- this arc for more than uh, this episode? Brendan, are you are you finally happy we're, we're coming to the end of this Milo arc? Yeah, I, I'm glad we're coming to a close, and it also seems like we're not going to have to be stuck with the stupid baby for much longer either. I thought halfway through the episode we were going to have to have Dan like raising this kid while he's oh, in college God. the whole time. Like, and, and one of our favorite college moments of Dan was like him getting to college and like going to parties. and like, Is this going to be yeah, and, removed and from the banging. show now? And ba- I want to see yeah, Dan bang he- more. Yeah, and you can't bang when you're singing this loft is your my loft is your loft to little Milo. <laughs> but now he's gonna be singing Milo. He sucks. instead. Yeah, he sucks. Stupid baby. It's fucking stupid ass baby Milo. He really wanted to be the dad. He really seemed, did, right? By the time he gets him yanked away from me, he's really uh he really grown to, to love little baby which, Milo. I mean, which so I sort of understand too. There, you, but... you don't want to leave the baby with Georgina the the, the wild woman, but yeah. it's also not your kid, so yeah. But then, yeah, Georgina makes the the correct point. Like, Dan, you can't do anything. This is not your kid. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know why you fell for that to begin with. <laughs> it's it's me we're talking about. I mean, legally, uh-huh. he probably could keep the kid because his name is on the birth certificate that she made him sign. I don't. Yeah, I, I, no, we don't have we don't have baby lawyers here. But we, uh, I just, yeah. I don't, I don't baby, know. baby lawyers. <laughs> They're specific in, in for few, babies, yeah. In a few months when it's lawyer month again, we'll, we'll have Melissa Denny come back on the podcast <laughs> okay. and ask uh, if this is legally we, we, have, we just start writing down these questions. I feel like every episode we have questions for lawyers and we need to make, make yeah. a list. So Chuck has a text from Lily on his BlackBerry, of course. Eric and Rufus not here. Come over. Uh, Brendan also wishing he would get that text oh, from Lily, God, probably. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nate says hi to Chuck and uh, gives him back his little black book. Summer was very rewarding, he says, but he's done. And Chuck asks if he and Serena are back on, and Nate tells him no, but he's good. There's a new girl he likes. And uh, Chuck tells him to have faith, because if a good woman can change him, and surely one can date Nate. And Chuck throws his little black book in the trash. Wow. Uh, Brendan, how long do you think before he, he waited before fishing it out? Uh, I think off screen immediately. As that, soon as Nate leaves, he just takes leaves. a little black book yeah. out and puts it back in his room. Yeah, this is all for effect. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, you mentioned hating Chuck, but he's a changed person. He, he put his little black book in the garbage. So what's the black book? Thank God someone else didn't know. It seems like everyone else <laughs> just intrinsically knows what a little black book is. It is this magic book, and he has a list of girls, I guess, names, phone numbers, addresses, and if you call them, they will just fuck you. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, yeah, and he threw that out. Questions asked. He gave it to Nate. He gave it to Nate for the summer, and Nate got to got to work. Wait, like, no question. It's a- apparently no like question. You're not kidding. Apparently not. Apparently not. You call them, and they will have. And they sex will with fuck you. you. And they'll Are all they hang out together too. Like, like, they're not prostitutes, right? No, no they're just friendly. No, they're just girls women. in the book. Yeah. And you so, know, do they it, play it, any role in the show other than having sex with the people that call? No, they just, I mean, they play Rock Band. If you, if you There was an episode that they, they play the video game Rock Band. If you, if you are juggling <laughs> enough of them at the same time, they will kind of all just uh, congregate in your apartment and right. do a quick commercial for Rock yeah, Band. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the, you, if you call too many of them at the same time or like in, like in, in too recent have a time frame i think they'll all start to have, like oh you're here too like, i think if they cross paths on like on the way up the elevator or whatever they'll just start to like, kind of 
squat in your in your house and just make and it that's their true own. of any group of women i've found if you get enough of them in the room they will start playing rock band <laughs> that's what you can have it's all the time or live yep. in your apartment <laughs> So, uh, speaking of Eva, she enters the room, and uh, everything's so different here. She keeps wanting to call Chuck Henry, and she tells Nate, she's like, oh, hey, Nate, I keep wanting to call Chuck Henry. And Chuck's like, oh, that's a long story. Which, if Nate doesn't know the story, then why does Eva randomly say, say that? Nate yeah. must have thought she was, she was a crazy person. <laughs> it's also so insane that she's willing to just kind of forgive this. Like, oh, yeah, he was lying to me about who he was, but I don't want to hear anything about it. I just want to call him Chuck now, and I'm okay. I don't, you know, just, like, kind of move on. And the episode is about her kind of learning about his past. But at this point in the episode, she does not care. She just like, well, I like the guy that's in front of me, which is good for her, I guess. Which is not Henry Prince, apparently. Yeah, we've we've we still have no idea who Eva is. Um, Chuck got shot at the end of season three, uh, Gabe, as he was visiting Prague, and Eva kind of nursed him back to help, and then uh, back to health, sorry, and then they kind of uh, just started dating after that. And Chuck was lying about his identity because he wanted to start over. He was ashamed to be Chuck Bass. And then uh, at the end of last episode, he kind of just said, uh, "Oh, by the way, I'm actually Chuck Bass. I'm a uh, I'm a billionaire, and uh, let's go back to New York and live there." Oh, so this is. So then in this episode, it's the second time that she finds out something that he's, like, hiding from her? Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. a bigger version of that. Because the first time it was just like, yeah. I, I'm Chuck Bass, I'm super rich, um, but she doesn't know the bad stuff yet until this episode, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, she doesn't know who Chuck Bass is still. I think I she. I think he a... told her more or less that he's like, I didn't like who I was, but he, she didn't know why. Right. Why? Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah, and she she's still getting used to not having to do things like make breakfast. Chuck reminds her that she can have anything she wants at the push of a button, and she can't wrap her head around it. And so uh, Chuck tells her that her life is perfect too now. And Eva leaves, and Nate asks uh, his good friend Henry why he's getting the impression that he may not have told Eva his whole life story, as we are alluding to. Um, at Columbia, Serena uh, thought that College was going to be different than high school, but Blair earnestly replies, who would want that? Because Blair loved high school. She ran – she was the queen bee there. She want, doesn't want it to be any different. And that's when we see an, our old high school friend walking down the stairs. It's Penelope. Brendan, how happy were you to see head minion Penelope back on our screens for the first time since season two? I bet I mean, you thought we got yeah, rid of her. I was excited for a second, and then I was like, I don't remember liking her all that much. But it was exciting to see the familiar <laughs> face I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, I don't know. She goes to Columbia, apparently. We didn't yeah. know this about her. I think she's one of the best-looking minions we've ever had, though. No, we'll have now, to do a minion hotness ranking. What's a minion? So Blair Those was queen bee at high school, and the hierarchy of of the girls at the high school is there is one queen bee. It used to be Serena until she went up to boarding school. Then Blair kind of took over, and when Serena returned, she didn't want the throne back, so Blair got to, got to hold on to it. Her and uh, Dan's younger sister, Jenny, who you have not met, kind of were battling for the throne. Jenny's two years younger than Blair, but uh, already a queen in her own right. And Bla Blair, for most of her high school career, was the queen bee at Constance. And so as queen bee, you get minions, uh, which are girls who are kind of uh, right below you in popularity and, and kind of uh, get to reap the rewards of being directly under the queen but still have to uh, take orders from the queen as, as you know, as anyone uh, like in a kingdom would, would have to do. Okay. <laughs> and Penelope was 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 kind of the. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> okay. She was she was kind of Blair's uh, right right hand woman. Okay. I, I think these episodes yeah. where we have someone on that hasn't watched the show before are really useful to have every once in a while because I can imagine this little bit like where we everyone like we'll stop and like explain quickly. It could probably be useful for a lot of people that maybe just jump to a random episode and like what's yeah, going and on exactly yeah, and my... like, it helps. It's a good it's a good little spark notes. <laughs> Right for yeah exactly for my coworker's mom who maybe hasn't watched the show in a while but is a big fan she's yeah. listening to this episode probably like this is very helpful for her. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I would. I would imagine so. It's helping me. That's great. <laughs> I actually, I got a, I got a, the cast pulled up now too, just so like oh, nice. some names, names. I. Yeah. yeah. So. Penelope tells. I mean, it, it took me she, probably she like voices, a full season to get. Kristen Bell voices Gossip Girl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's the. That's who that is. Yeah, so that is. That is. It sounded familiar. Yeah, 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 that's her. Um, so Penelope tells Serena Blair this is a private club. No has-beens are allowed. And she's like, no fucking way. We are not going back to the way it was in high school. Uh, Penelope is presumably doing better here than being a minion. I mean, good for her for getting into Columbia. Uh, and she, Blair tells her that her standard that her standards uh, clearly have slipped at the society since Penelope's a member here and asks uh, who they should speak to to get her removed once they get the keys. Uh, and Penelope tells Blair that her great aunt was a founding member. So Penelope's a Nepo baby. She is. Are which, they, I are, feel like Blair would respect a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean Blair's they, pretty much a nepo baby. They're all nepo babies. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say, aren't they all nepo babies? <laughs> yeah. They're all exactly. Like, exactly. Rich. So, uh, Penelope has some power here, presumably, but Blair just can't help herself. She's ordering Penelope to direct them to the keymasters, get her some cashews, and uh, Blair sees her <laughs> Columbia minions now, and it's like, oh, oh, great! If these two losers are fucking here, then we, we are so in. But who else is here? <laughs> But Juliet Sharp, it turns out that not only is she a member, not only does she go to Columbia and is a member of Hamilton House, which we are learning, but she is also the key master. So not only is everyone going to Columbia now, but most of them also seem to be a part of this Hamilton House. That checks out. Yeah, uh, Juliet is Nate's new girlfriend, uh, Gabe, who uh, I guess you have, uh, I guess, surmised by the end of this episode that she has something else going on where uh, she has something Mm. against Serena. We don't know what exactly is going on with her yet. Yeah. She she said some pretty mean shit. <laughs> She's going to make sure Serena doesn't get her way here if it's the last thing she does, uh, which is a nice change of pace because usually Serena is getting everything she wants. And God forbid she doesn't get one thing where Lily has to fucking be like, you're in, sweetie. Of course yeah. everyone loves you. That's so funny, though. I love that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. That's what happened, right? She like was pretty like... Much. <laughs> She's like, of course everyone loves my darling Serena. She was actually first on the list, of course. (laughs) Look at her. She's she's even hotter than I am. (laughs) How how long has Juliet been the keymaster here? Was she able to somehow like pull strings and get this position after she found out Serena was coming to Columbia? Or has this always been her position and like she somehow manipulated Serena to go to Columbia? Either this is a huge coincidence or Juliet did something very impressive. Yeah. She just wanted to make Serena feel bad. Is that the yeah. whole thing? Yeah, she has something against uh, Serena. We don't know yet. Part uh, of me we, feels like it is I mean, just like a vendetta against Serena because of because she dated Nate. Because of I, I don't know if it's if it's that. I, I don't think it's even, and, and it probably does have something to do with the guy in jail, obviously. But um, yes. I wonder if it oh, is yeah, just like yeah, Serena always gets everything all the time. She was just like a, you know an outsider seeing all this, and is just a big Blair fan and just wants uh, Serena to come up <laughs> because she loves Blair so much. The guy in jail. That was yeah. like a. Is that explained that, at all? No, that, not yet. That was a reveal. That was a big cliffhanger to end the episode with. Okay. One of their stupid all cliffhangers right. where uh, it really does nothing besides make you wonder what's going on. Not, it's not. It's like a bomb dropped at, at all. Like, because you still, the, Juliet's character is mysterious because you don't know what her motives are, and you still don't know. We what they get, are. I mean, at this point, we're getting a weekly Juliet cliffhanger to end every yeah, episode. Yeah. And none of it. They're giving, reveals us, they're giving us breadcrumbs. Yeah, we're, they're giving us breadcrumbs at the end of really, every episode to slowly move the story along. And I love it. I, I, lo- I love the pacing. I mean, of yeah. This. The- it's a good um, yeah. strategy. So, um, Serena, or 
Blair, Blair tells Juliet they're here for their keys, and she's very confident. Like, this process really sets people up for embarrassment, that you have to go seek out the key master and be like, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. we're cool enough to be in this house, just for them to, like, bash you down. And <laughs> Dorina tells Juliet they've met, and Juliet plays dumb, like, we have, as if she doesn't have a giant, like, corkboard in her room with Serena's face <laughs> yeah. plastered all over right it. Right in the middle of it, Like, yeah. strings and, and, Serena, and tacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she you, you might be joking, but she does have that. <laughs> oh, really? I thought yeah. you were yeah. joking. No, no, no. That is an actual thing that she has in her apartment. <laughs> That was one of the cliffhangers. <laughs> yes. Uh, Serena reminds her how they've met, jogs Juliet's memory, and uh, this is why Juliet hates it when best friends show up together. Lo love that she apparently doesn't know who Serena is, but somehow does know that these two are best friends. And Juliet says she's down to her last key, which means that only one of them made the list. And right away, I'm sure everyone is assuming that, of course, Serena makes it and Blair doesn't yet again, based on the entire history of this show. And Blair's devastation is very sad. Her face drops right away with the news. Uh, she tells Serena it's okay. They'll find a different meeting place, uh, the library, a bookstore, a Starbucks. I feel like Blair would never set foot in a Starbucks. I, I feel like that's beneath her. So, <laughs> uh, well, Honestly, at this time, it might not be just because it's, it's so new. And maybe it's like right. a, kind oh, of like a high-end place. It at this point? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, the key is for Blair Waldorf, because Juliet is here with an axe to grind against Serena. We actually get to see this storyline play out a little differently this time, uh, that, so that's fun, at least. And Blair is shocked, and even Serena's like, what the fuck? Uh, like, Serena knows she's better than not getting into Hamilton House, and at that exact moment, Gossip Girl comes back, and everyone gets a blast, and looks at their phone at the exact same time. The, the hold that Gossip Girl has on every single one of these people. Crazy, where they, dude. They get the blast, <laughs> and everyone looks at their phone. It's like a... I mean, Be Real didn't even have this much of a hold on people in the summer of 2022. And the fact that it, it actually people have their phones on, on like, noise for, for, the, for this app. Yeah. And she says, sorry for the silent treatment, gossips. And I do like that as a Gossip Girl stand name. We're, we're all gossips Gossips. Um, but everyone needs gossips. the occasional R&R, &R, even yours truly. Lucky for you, I observed a sacred Upper East Side tradition and had a little work done while I was gone. I hope you like my new look. Now, the big thing was that the website has a new look. All right, that that's cool, I guess. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Which does um, nothing for the people watching the TV show, just for the people that are in the world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she gives the dirt. Uh, Chuck's returning from Paris with her with his new fall accessory. Um, and a pretty tame first message back so far. Uh, I don't exactly, ex again, know what the point of Gossip Girl being down was, but all right. And then we see Eric. <laughs> Eric has the tracking device turned on on Chuck's phone, that classic technology that exists in this universe <laughs> yeah. where, he, where he can just track people. And see that Ch Chuck is in his uh, is in his uh, apartment right now, or his penthouse. This is, this is insane. Like, So Gossip Girl finds us out how that, that Chuck is going there alone. Like somehow gossip girl knows that lily's know. in, in the house by herself like, that's, that's kind of yeah, scary someone's reporting kind of someone scary. reported to gossip girl rufus rufus and eric left and then another person reported <laughs> chuck is here and gossip girl's putting all the pieces together while redoing the website it's very a, a talent that gossip girl has yeah it's got to be a, a team oh. of people yeah. Rufus is apologizing to Dan. Uh, he knows how much Milo means to Dan. And uh, like we said, Dan's gotten attached at this point and is more sad than relieved, which is uh, why they should have gotten this paternity test the first thing. And Dan would be jumping up for joy. But uh, Dan right. has no one to blame for himself that for not for waiting this long to get the paternity test. I think test. I get attached and, to the kid. And... Yeah, it's not even Georgina's f fault at all at this point because Georgina is going to Georgina. Right. Dan you, should you know should, better. You know as we've been saying right. all season. Yeah. So uh, Dan's in shock, wants to know why Georgina did this, and Eric has texted Rufus that Chuck is in the building. He thought they made it clear that Chuck was no longer welcome. Uh, I, I do like that they have the power to kick Lily's steps on out. <laughs> right. And, well, I guess as, as one of the, the people from her side is is uh, is down for this, because if it was yeah. just Rufus, it would look it would be kind of a bad look for him. Right. Like if Eric, too, was like, come on, let, let Chuck in. But yeah. 
Good to know that Eric is on Rufus' side with this yeah, one. We're, we're all Team Jenny here. I, I just I didn't know until this episode that they were so against him they never wanted to see him again. Because I, yeah, I, I guess yeah. the last episode they were worried about his well-being, so that didn't come up. But now, now, right. but now that he's back. Three episodes later after the big shooting, we, we know that they don't want to ever see him again. Yeah, and so Rufus asks Dan if he wants him to stick around because Rufus is like, I I gotta go beat the shit out of my uh, out of uh, yeah. Chuck right now. So like, you really need me here? He's like, No, no, I'll handle this on my own. Uh, remember, Dan has signed the birth certificate, so I guess legally the kid is Dan's now. As, as we found out, um, <laughs> Georgina has also spotted, uh, or Gossip Girl has also spotted Georgina on the beach at St. Bart's. And who's there? Who who is sending these pictures in? I don't know. But Dan sees this and is immediately shocked. He he knows that Georgina has left him with the baby. It would seem so. I mean, maybe this works because it wasn't just like updating the website. It was like building an army of people around the world to yeah, find because they, they were they were really busy as soon as they went back up and running. Right, they were on a big recon miss- mission. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, not a bad. Is there mul- probably? I mean, I'm, getting, I can't ask that question. I mean, yeah, I, we don't know. We don't know if there's multiple or one gossip girl, but we we do know that people send in things. So there are people that like so now, now my like my screen brain is starting to kick in. Like, is there is there going to be one, two, or three killers? Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then what about Serena and Blair? Of course, uh, gossip girl doing some live reporting of the girls at the Hamilton party, and uh, somehow already knows that Blair got invited and not Serena. Like this is literally instant that, that, that this is happening. <laughs> and Juliet tells Serena she has to leave because it's for members only, and this has literally never happened to Serena, but. Uh, she definitely handles it a million times more gracefully than Blair oh, ever yeah. could, and she sees herself at because she like she doesn't. Yeah, she, she, she seems she cares, but doesn't like fully care. She yeah. seems super like cool with the fact that she wasn't in it. Right, well, she knows that she's still above it all. Right, and she, she's, she she's always she's like kind of just done this stuff because Blair wanted to, and she's like, "Well, this is what my world is, so I'm cool to be a part of it." But um, yeah, I think she does usually have like a pretty laissez-faire approach to these sort of things. But she, I think I think deep down she. She does care about it because I mean, this is this is what what she is. She's an upper east sider. You got to care about it a little. Bit I think more. I think that's what made me like her was the fact that she was just like, eh, fuck, like these girls suck, whatever. Yeah. And even if they're like, she, even yeah. the boys are giving her the cold shoulder too, and she like, she's definitely upset about it, but she's not uh, boys. screaming. That boys. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck is apologizing to Lily. He says that he saw Jenny was in pain and he could have helped her, but instead he just used her pain for his own self destruction. Um, it's nice that Chuck is acknowledging his wrongdoing. He shouldn't be apologizing to Lily. This has literally nothing to do with her. And then it's so weird that she's like, thank you for the apology. Yeah, well, because I, Lily's I guess, not the like, person who should be accepting the apology. Well, I, I think he will. Jenny has already gotten this apology, no? Yes, he has. Yeah. But, so I, mean, I, guess I guess you're saying Rufus even, instead should be getting this? Would even be better. Yeah, because at this point I was like, he should be saying this to Jenny. But we do find out that Jenny has forgiven him already. Right. But at the very least, he should be saying this to Rufus. and not, Like, it's just weird that Lily's like, thank you so much for the apology. This yeah. means, yes, this means the world to me. I, I'm glad you are fully redeemed. And I'm sure he, he plans on doing it as soon as he sees Rufus, which he tries to. But um, I, 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 I guess. It's, I, it's, to me, it's nice that Lily considers Jenny such a daughter that she takes the the, 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 the apology. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Um, and Jenny is daughter. If Lily is mother, then Jenny is daughter. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift is mother. Yeah, of course. Um, Lily tells Chuck, you know, welcome home, even. He's allowed back in the home. Please don't disappear again. And uh, Chuck just hopes that everyone is re- as relieved to see him as Lily is. And Lily's just like, well, uh, you know, let's not wish for too much off the bat here. Um, yeah. And uh, Lily asks what happened. Chuck tells her all about Evan nursing him back to health, them falling in love. Lily wants to meet her. And uh, Chuck doesn't know when the first, when the best time to introduce her to everyone would be. And then again, Lily's like, well, you know, you don't exactly have a fan club here these days. But I'll talk to Rufus and Eric. We'll, we'll see if we can make some progress here. And I know that Chuck royally screwed up. But I, I am glad that he does still have Lily in his corner because th- their dynamic has always been one of my favorites. 
Yeah, I mean, without her, she, he would literally have nobody besides Eva. Uh, and if she's gone, then he's got absolutely no one. So I mean, he, he needs a mother yeah. figure. He needs his mommy. He needs his mommy. He's never really had a mother until until Lily, just to fill you in, Gabe. Okay. So, like, he's... Yeah, okay. So, I, I kind of get his... his Like, you're supposed to feel bad for him in yeah, a certain yeah. way. His dad hated him. His mom uh, supposedly died during childbirth. But uh, I he guess killed, he killed his mom. <laughs> right. That, that's, well, that's, that's what, what he, his dad that's was what he thought. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lily tells Chuck to bring Eva to fashion night out tomorrow, and everyone can meet without the pressure of a dinner. I didn't know that this event was so much less pressure than a dinner, but all right. And uh, Chuck I, agrees. I sort of understood that too because the dinner is like if you're sitting around a table, the attention can be directly yeah, at you. But with you're in a big, a, big, a big party, you can kind of escape if you need to. That's true. You, you can be like, I, I need to go uh, get get Eva a drink. Sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll come back. So, <laughs> Blair, Blair talks to Serena outside. She tells Serena that she doesn't have to accept. Any club that will only accept one of them is a club she doesn't want to be a part of. And this is definitely some growth from Blair. Like, would she would she have seriously not accepted, or is she just bluffing? Like, she knows Serena's going to be like, no, no, no. I think to- she would have, because last, this is like the whole thing they dealt with last episode. I think it would have been really hard for her, but I think she would have done it after what happened last week. Yeah. And Serena tells her she would never stand in the way of her social prog- uh, progress because Hamilton House isn't right for her anyway. And uh, Blair tells Serena that that's why she's her best friend. And they kiss each other. M- must be a holdover from friends. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice get... wet one. Nice wet double cheek kiss. <laughs> I saw them wet their lips before they before they went in for it. Yeah, they poured water on, <laughs> on their face. Yeah, yeah. That was in your version. <laughs> yeah, they're both, both wearing nothing but white t-shirts. <laughs> Uh, Dan's trying to find Georgina. It doesn't seem to be having much luck, but he gets a call from Serena. Uh, Serena wants to catch up, but Dan's like, it's a terrible time, and hangs up on her, which was amazing. <laughs> it's like, like uh, I just know, found out my you... son's not my son. I gotta go. I can't find the mom. He's so <laughs> frantic, and Serena calls, and she's just like, hey, Dan, kind of wanted to catch up. What's up, Just Dan? looking for What's anyone to, on? like, for Dan or Nate, like, who's gonna fuck me this year? Who Can someone it's please like, fuck me? <laughs> Like, oh, Serena, respect, respectfully, shut the fuck up. I, have to <laughs> I have a fake child right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> and then small campus like Columbia, uh, of course, Nate walks by her at that moment. See, he seems pretty popular here. For a guy who never goes to class, he seems to have these friends. Well, we've never and seen Serena, him like in his in his element here. Yeah, in his element here. Serena tells him she's so happy to see a friendly face, tells him to walk her to class. She's really turning on that patented Serena charm. Yeah. And Nate's just like, uh, class? I've never been to a class here in my life. So um, <laughs> <laughs> He is brutal there, too. He just really brought yeah, so hard. He's like, listen, I'm running, I'm running late. Uh, and uh, Serena's like, oh, okay, well, it'll be nice to catch up. Like, come to me and Blair's dinner tonight. We can start our own club, which is a weird thing to say to someone. I've never been like, let's all go to dinner tonight. We can all start our own club. Yes. <laughs> like, she said that like as if he knew that she didn't get accepted to the other club. Right, yeah. He's like, actually, I'm already a part of this club. So uh, everyone's giving Serena the cold shoulder. Uh, do these people not know that she's a legacy here at Columbia? Her dad is D- Dr. Billy Vanderwoodson. They should be treating her with respect. I, I guess they don't care. I, no. Also, at this point, I couldn't tell if, like, Nate... Because the first few episodes of the season, Juliet was supposed to be helping him get her back. So he still mm-hmm. liked her. And I know he's, like, kind of had feelings for Juliet a little bit, too. But the whole point of Juliet at first was for Nate to get her back. So he, he was not mad at her until... Like, he, he explains why he's mad later on. But I, right. I, in this moment, I couldn't tell if he was still playing the part and, like, still acting like just trying to brush her off and he really still wanted mm-hmm. her or if he was now already just kind of over it. 
I think Juliet has just been playing him perfectly. I think she was using that reasoning, his his uh, attraction to Serena, to get Dan out of the picture. And then once Dan was out of the picture, she turned the charm onto Nate so that she could also take Nate out of the picture. So now Serena has no one, just as Juliet wants. So she, he genuinely was not charmed by Serena at all in the scene. I don't know. I, I, I think that he is uh, he is fully catching the uh, the Juliet bug at this point. Yeah. So Okay. Um. Rufus confronts Lily. He asks if Chuck is in New York, and she confirms that he came to see her this morning, and she was going to tell him, but he's like, Eric already told me. It was on Gossip Girl. So everyone keeping track of Gossip Girl. And Lily tells Rufus that he has every right to be upset with him, but we can't undo what's already been done. Uh, he's been trying to make amends, take responsibility. What else is for them? What else is there for him to do? And again, like he could try to actually talk to Rufus about it instead of... I, I guess the plan is to have Lily kind of soften the blow at first, and then right. and then Chuck is gonna jump in. Um, well, because everybody Lily knows feels... that Rufus can be a lot, so they need to calm yeah. the guy down before he talks to anybody. Right, and and who better to calm him down than than Lily, who's giving him a good luck, my darling. <laughs> Works every time. Calm down, my calm down, my darling. <laughs> um, Lily fills in Rufus about the new woman that Chuck has met, who had a big impact on him. Really giving Eva a lot of credit here for Ch- for Chuck's transformation. And Rufus can see how much because Lily has invited them to the party tonight, and Lily begs Rufus to give them a chance. And to Rufus's credit, he seems to actually be uh, listening to Jenny now that sh- that she doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. And he tells Lily that Jenny keeps telling him it wasn't Chuck's fault, and maybe it's time that he believes her. I mean, so, Rufus is finally uh, listening to women. He listens yeah, to like I hate no, Rufus. No, he sucks. I, I, I honestly, what? I thought this was going to be a whole scenario where he gets mad at Lily for not telling him that Chuck was coming over and then him just like exploding. But then he just like, I don't know where it calms down. So this, this is a rare, a good moment for Rufus and being like level headed, which never happens. Rufus is always no. taking the moral high ground and just being like, I can't believe you do this to me, Lil. Exploding on everyone too. He's, he loves to scream at yeah. people. Jeez. Yeah, you, you had a good yeah, episode for the two of our least favorites. Like Serena and and Rufus are usually the two idiots. <laughs> they're really the show. showing their good sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're trying to. They're on their best behavior for Gabe. <laughs> they're like, oh, we got a first timer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, in my version, Rufus looked to the camera and said, "We got a first timer today, so let's be on our best behavior." <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny you said that because when he said "Gossip Girl," he looked at the camera, winked, and clapped. Because he said the title. <laughs> he was syncing up his audio for you, Brandon. Yeah, I appreciate that, Rufus. <laughs> so, um, Chuck is still with Eva. Uh, she's trying on dresses. She asks Chuck's what he thinks, and Chuck responds, "If he answered out loud, he'd be asked to leave the store." What, what do you think he wanted to say? I want to fuck you, <laughs> and everyone else in this building. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> Remember what I did, Jenny's freshman year. <laughs> I'm an animal. Oh, I got <laughs> oh, that boy. one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Chuck tells Eva that he has to meet with his lawyer because disappearing for three months apparently isn't good for business. And uh, Chuck tells him just buy. She's like, I don't know which dress to buy. And he tells her, just buy them all. She's clearly still get used, getting used to this being rich thing. Yeah, I mean, it's probably weird. I, I mean, again, we don't know who or what she is. Um, <laughs> Presumably a human, but, but we don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, like, honestly, the jury's still out. She, she might be an angel. She might be an angel or an alien. And she, or an alien. I guess, she's definitely poor, though. No matter what she is, she's definitely Re- Yeah, regardless of what she is, we know that she's poor, and we need to be reminded of it. So uh, Wait, Juliet, later, Juliet, Juliet, later on, she does look like she's wearing a pillow sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Juliet doesn't know who's more excited about Blair being in Hamilton. The girls who want to borrow her clothes or the boys who want to take them off. And Blair asks why Serena didn't, didn't get in. Seems like kind of an oversight to her. And like, wow, good for Blair. She finally gets something that Serena doesn't. And she's still trying to get Serena invited, which seems out of character. But I guess her love for Serena is just, you know, so strong these days. Yeah, and, and like her being a part of these clubs isn't about the socializing. It's just like about the status. So she wants to have at least one person she likes in the club because she's not going to actually enjoy anyone's presence at these clubs yeah and so juliet knows about blair's dinner's plans with serena tonight but she tells blair to stop by the house first for some traditional martinis and college boys uh right away we know this probably isn't going to end well for serena uh because blair hates to disrespect tradition so she'll be there it's also just so embarrassing that they all wear their keys around their necks yeah no, i thought the same look thing me. Yeah. look at me i'm a hamilton house member I, I, for a secret society that is apparently so secretive that no one's allowed to know about it, they're wearing their keys around their necks. The other girl that gets in is like, I got into Hamilton House! And like just screaming at Serena that she got in. Like, this is not a very well-kept no. secret. I-, I bet you that Josh Wartz, uh, the creator, so Gabe knows, I bet yeah, he had yeah. been playing Got a bunch you. of Kingdom Hearts uh, around this time, and that's why they're all wearing keys and keyblades on, the- on their necks. <laughs> I don't get the reference, but it looks it seems like it makes sense, yeah. It makes sense. Like, even like yeah, I mean, I get, key, key, ma- key master is a term I think even used in the game. I think which maybe okay. I think it's pretty popular around 2010 also. Okay. It's like it's well, that game. I, it's I like Final they... Fantasy mixed with Disney. You, you probably it's like a PlayStation. Right. 2 no. Game. Yeah. I, I oh, you, yeah, you know I'm it. familiar okay. with with the Disney characters in Kingdom Hearts. I don't exactly know what goes on in it, but I know that Goofy's walking around doing. Some yeah, shit. Goofy and Daffy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's a secret. There's a secret society. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they wear keys around their necks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do a goofy impression. I was gonna try. That <laughs> you were about to. <laughs> Gorse, goofy, you got a key. I hope I get into heaven. That was good. Thank you, thank you. So, um, I guess they're in the same shop as Eva because Eva's here. Comes to talk actually to didn't Blair. make sense because Mickey's not in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> she goes to shake Blair's hand, and Blair is so grossed out by poor people that she won't even shake her hand. And she, she's like, "Yeah, I know who you are. I'm surprised to see you here." I, I would like, love yeah, when we get an interaction with the poor person because she she was genuinely yeah. grossed out by her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Chuck invited me back to live with him. And she's like, no, I don't mean in the city. I mean in this fancy dress shop because you're poor. You shouldn't be buying fancy dresses. Get out. Uh, Eva still doesn't pick up on Blair disrespecting her. And she's like, yeah, I'm surprised to be here too. But here I am. So nice. <laughs> she's just happy to be there. <laughs> Blair doesn't support Chuck introducing this poor girl to his family and friends. And Eva starts to pick up. that Maybe Blair doesn't like her that much. So she, she tells Blair that she doesn't want to hurt her. But uh, Blair tells her that she's the one who's going to get hurt and that as with all things that don't fit chuck is going to send her back to where she came from and uh, blair tells her to, to wear some gloves tonight because not even a manicure can mask those peasant hands yeah that that, that was the one that like Brutal. my jaw kind of dropped but i was <laughs> so like rude. That, so rude so rude but that Gabe, that is the Blair that we know and love. She has how, such how, a disdain for poor people and Southerners. Anyone that Southern was south of New yeah. York, it, south of New York is a redneck to her. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Even like a French person. Dude, yeah. so is that common? Just like totally belittling somebody? I would say it's common for uh, people like Blair and Chuck uh, up until this season. Uh, not so. Serena will associate with 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 the lower class that's she her dating dan is what got him in to uh dan into this uh kind of community to begin with and we we call dan one of the poor people even though he his family is a multimillionaire in their own right but that is not the uh hundred millionaires and billionaires that the upper east siders are accustomed to dan's a lowly brooklynite with a with a multi-million dollar loft that he lives in instead so he's just like 
poorer than the yes and they will money. they they will like blair and chuck the blairs and chucks of the world will make fun of him for that him and jenny uh his sister <laughs> who again you have not met yet but do get made fun of for hailing from brooklyn and being poor people again who have uh, yeah. millions of dollars i think to them um, like they're middle class right nate gotcha. again nate nate's a nice boy he won't bash the poor people he's good friends with dan as well so, he kind of was uh, poor for a moment there too yeah yeah he had some family stuff where he his family kind of went bankrupt so he got to see how the other side lived for a while um so maybe that has something to do with it yeah yeah he was homeless for a little um and so yeah uh vanessa's here unfortunately in this episode uh dan dan's called her over to help him try and track down georgina he's tried every resort in saint bart's but she's not staying at any of them she could be anywhere and uh, she took everything. She, she's gone. Dan's, like, just realizing this. It's finally dawning on him that uh, Georgina probably isn't coming back, and maybe he shouldn't have signed that birth certificate, although she does come back. Um, babe, first reaction of uh, Vanessa here. Now, Vanessa. Give me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Give me. All right, so I'm lost. The girl that was okay, going to move Vanessa, in with, uh, with Dan here. With Dan. Help with the baby. Is she... Hang on, let me pull up a face. Okay, but you pull up a face. Uh, she was kind of had a thing for Dan back. They they are childhood friends from Brooklyn. She moved to Vermont for a while after uh, Dan did not want to be more to friends. She's back, more than friends. She's back now. Uh, okay, and still into the, Dan, and now that now they are kind of dating. This girl I thought was the mother. The the mother <laughs> oh, the, of, of the baby of Milo. Of the baby. Well, she so she Georgina does. She acts like it. She like wants to be she, the mom yeah, she, of the baby. She really wants to play house with Dan. She acts like the mother. Okay. The whole the whole Dan thing. The whole that side of the. I didn't really understand much of it. That's, that's, that's fair. fair. It's kind that's of it's, fair. It's, it's but we'll we'll try uh, to we'll try to help you as, as, it's as been, we go. It's been happening for like four episodes, and this is finally. Well, that's what episode. you were saying. The arc yeah. that arc is over with. It's getting yeah. Seemingly, yeah. We, we see. It was confusing for for me as we went along too. It's and I was kind of just waiting for it to be over. Um, the the girl that walks in at the end is the and takes. She's the she's the mother. She's the mother. She ca- she came at the end of season three and said, "Surprise, Dan! I'm pregnant with your kid." And Dan was just like, "Okay," because they had fucked once at the beginning of the season. Because he's an idiot, yeah. and so they've been raising this kid all summer, and now Georgina has taken off and left Dan with the kid as he's finding out that the kid is also not his. So that that's what we're seeing play out here. Got you. So um, Blair has found some new steps to sit on, a a throwback to the high school days. And the girls are asking Blair all about dating a prince. Uh, She says it's just like dating anyone else, except instead of flowers, you get diamonds. And Zoe asks Blair if she wants another martini. But Blair loudly replies that she thinks Penelope wants to get her a drink, which poor Penelope. This must really be a nightmare for her, thinking she finally escaped the rule of Blair. She's back, baby. Also, where, where are they getting martinis from? It, I, I didn't see any bottles of vodka. Or like, <laughs> it, was, it was just a bunch of full glasses on like the park steps. Yeah, they're just readily available on the steps. <laughs> they're waiting for them. Uh, Blair gets a call from Serena. Serena wants to know how far she is because she's starving. And Blair apologizes. Could have seen this one coming. Uh, to Blair's credit, she asks Juliet if she can invite Serena. But Juliet's like, ooh, sorry, club members only. Uh, and that's kind of the point of the also, club. That makes sense. Right. Also, don't tell her you're here. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. 
With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Because we don't want her to feel bad. And Blair just listens to Juliet, lies to Serena that she's getting back to her building. Uh, Juliet doesn't want her to leave, though, because she needs to get them... uh, to give them tips on dating royalty. And Blair is in her element now, so she's going to ditch Serena. And honestly, Blair should stay here and enjoy finally getting invited to one of these secret societies. Yeah. It's just the lying to Serena that I don't love because obviously Juliet is just being manipulative. And mm. I think, as we find out, Serena would be fine if Blair said she's just doing a Hamilton House thing. Yeah, she doesn't care. Also, yeah. like, sneaky so, of Juliet to, like, say that super loud, too. Like, oh, we want to hear about what you're dating. And they get, like, she definitely yeah. heard that. And Blair may have gotten into this society, but it has to be weird for her not being the Queen Bee. Like, she's clearly one of Juliet's minions. That's true. Maybe head minion. Taking orders from her, yeah. Right. She's number two at best. And she seems okay with it. Now, I guess she just got in, so you have to be okay with it. She's, right. She had to have climbed the ranks at, at one point, even in high school. Yeah. So uh, Blair tells her she's staying in, and Serena opens up her laptop, goes on Gossip Girl, and the literal first thing she sees is a video of Blair currently hanging out with Hamilton House. So it didn't take long at all for to Serena catch Blair in her lie. Um, did you think this would cause another Blair-Serena fight? Yeah. I mean, it, and it it did, but I guess a fake one. Oh, this, right, and right, they, yes. How fast? Yeah. <laughs> Gossip Girl really is on top of their shit this episode. It immediately oh God, gets instant- that out. Is it not normally that quick? Well, it, it had to, it had, so. like was happening alongside the plot, like with with what one particular character wanted to be happening. So it felt very much like Juliet was in charge of Gossip Girl. Honestly, for the past couple episodes, it felt like that a little bit. Which maybe they're they're trying to lean in that direction. I'm not sure. Right, 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 right. So uh, Nate shows up. He was hoping he'd find Juliet here. Uh, weird that this hadn't come up in the first two episodes of the season that these two go to the same college and are in the same secret society <laughs> now. Like, how did this not come up? <laughs> <laughs> um but Nate Nate like when they they first meet in the first episode he's not like oh aren't you the keymaster at the secret club I'm a part of like, <laughs> right. what <laughs> okay. I think he probably forgot um, that he was a part of it until she became probably, a part of it she's yeah. like oh you should join this like oh I think I'm in that <laughs> <laughs> so Nate wants to know if she gets a date to fashion night out but Juliet doesn't like mixing business with pleasure uh so you know whatever she's gonna She's going to make him wait now that Serena's out of the picture. Um, Nate's going to volunteer, so it'll be work for both of them. And Juliet's like, you don't give up. And he says, I've never had to try this hard before. It's refreshing, which I guess Nate loves a challenge. And he's he's right that usually the girls just throw themselves at him. So so much sure. so that, Brendan, you said that uh, last episode he should immediately be suspicious of Juliet because she didn't want to date him. I was going to double down on that right now and say, like, at this moment, I was pretty sure she was not straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> she didn't want to date uh, Nate. Yeah, I mean, but and the only thing that made me go back on that is her. And what was the catchphrase you were trying on? You were, you were, yeah. What was the catchphrase you were trying on last week? Uh, the straights oh, yeah. are great. Something like something like that, <laughs> or only straights are great. I don't know. Maybe I just <laughs> added that. Only straights are great. Yeah, that was <laughs> something that was what like you were that. Saying. I thought you started <laughs> chanting it with me. Weirdly enough. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll have to play the. Episode I, it was back. more out of it was more out of confusion. I I was like. <laughs> Only straights are great, and you were like, "Yeah, that's right." And you started chanting, along. thinking that I would. <laughs> uh, Serena's standing on the sidewalk in the rain, and Blair walks by and asks if they were supposed to meet up. And Serena doesn't waste time telling Blair that last night they were supposed to meet up, but according to Gossip Girl, she had a better offer. The characters in this show really should know not to lie by now, because Gossip Girl will always expose them. Yeah, especially now, like she's she's on a, well, whoever it is is on another level right now. 
yeah. kicks into high gear. So Blair apologizes, and Serena says exactly what I was saying. Like, she knows that Blair is going to have secret society events. She doesn't care about that. She just doesn't want her to lie about it. And so Blair mentioned she was drunk on gin and attention, and Juliet said not to say anything because it would hurt Serena's feelings. And now Serena's like, ah, Juliet had something to do with this. You mean the one who's dating my ex and pretended not to know my name? Uh, love that Serena has clocked that as bullshit, that she didn't know her name. <laughs> like, I mean, truly, though, she, she's in this world supposed to be a famous person. Yeah. And, and she's she's literally seen her um, before. Like they <laughs> there's an introduction in, like a couple days yes. ago. And so Serena thinks that Juliet's behind all this, which is the obvious thing to think, but Blair takes this the wrong way and thinks that Serena is implying that uh because she didn't get in, this must be some court, sort of conspiracy and that rubs her the wrong way. Um I get where Blair's coming. I, I think there is a little bit of that going on where Serena's like, Well, if I didn't get in, something must be up. But not to defend to Serena, if you take a step back and look at the facts, it's not an outlandish thing that Serena is saying. And she's right. She's proven right she by is the right, episode. Right. Yeah, no, I, th I think she knows where she stands, like socially. Yeah. And Blair, you know, says face it, Hamilton House didn't want you, which seems a little harsh, but hey, Serena needs to be taken down a peg sometimes. She does. And uh, and she she'll take it relatively well. And so Serena witnesses someone getting their key and asks, hey, did you get just get a key? And the girl, girl tells her yes, even though her mom said she'd never get in unless she lost 10 pounds, which, fuck her mom, first of all. Her mom yeah. can go to hell. I'm happy that she gets called a bitch. The girl's just like, she's a bitch, which <laughs> yeah. was my joke of the episode. I love that she just nonchalantly calls her mom a bitch, which is <laughs> inspiring. Very good. And uh, secondly, now Serena knows that there was still another key available um, in this super secret society that everyone uh, knows about and talks freely about. And uh, she sees Juliet and Nate leaving the house, and uh, Juliet kind of gives her a look. And um, so Serena, the, the plans are in place for Serena to confront her at some point. Uh, Chuck asks Eva if she's ready to go. Eva tells Chuck he should just go without her. And she tells Chuck about how she ran into Blair at the dress shop. And Chuck's like, oh, okay, I know what happened. She saw you, immediately started shredding your dress and your self-esteem. Uh, he's like, listen, I know Blair. Uh, she's not going to waste her time hurling insults at someone if they're if she doesn't know that they're going to land. Uh, she reads people. She senses vulnerability. But Eva, you're stronger than all of that. And so please uh, get Eva, that pillowcase Eva... off and let's go to the the damn ball. <laughs> this is the dress you picked. I, I said pick any dress, and this is what you came home in. <laughs> this looks like fucking Dobby. <laughs> Eva doesn't want to go to the party tonight. <laughs> Chuck Eva has to give her a sock in order to go to the party. <laughs> just wants to nurse chuck back down <laughs> this is what like she is like treated as dobby but and blair is the malfoy here take this dirty sock you are free <laughs> takes it right off of uh not his feet no of his what are you implying his penis yeah it's, it's, a cr it's like crusty and stuff or you could say it's like a red hot chili pepper situation Right. Yes, and you and I would say that. Yeah. This is, um, and so uh, Chuck tells her, you know, uh, I'm glad you're not comfortable here because it speaks to your character. It's what Lily's gonna love about you. And if I know Lily, like I think Hi, I Lily, do, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> I think Lily's probably going to brutally tear her down with one sentence, but not like not maliciously, it. just without no. even realizing it. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's what she does best. And so Eva agrees to go to the party, and she goes to get dressed, and she asks, she's like, tell me everyone's name again. Lily, Rufus, Eric, <laughs> Serena. Like, it's not that many names. That you have to, it's four names. Like, get over it. Like, calm down. When uh, we entered this this chat room here, I heard Gabe doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm a first-time uh, watcher. Could you just remind me of the, of the names again? Lily. Lily. 
<laughs> but when he came in, yeah. he, he heard me just going, Lily, Lily, Lily. Darling. Darling. Rufus comes downstairs. Eric mentions that Elliot is the bowtie master in their relationship, so he can't wear one right now until he's back from visiting Yale. Uh, we're getting a lot of Elliot mentions, so we know their relationship's still going strong. We've yet <laughs> That's to all it's for, Elliot just to remind you. Like, Eric's still dating him. Uh, uh, Gabe, Eric is our resident gay of the show. We need to have our representation, so we have our one uh, patent recurring character that's allowed to be gay. Which one is the gay one, Eric? Eric, yeah, Eric. It was kind of, uh, you know, in, in cahoots with Rufus, saying we're not letting Chuck back into our lives. But the youngest kid that uh-huh. we see in the show, the short kid, that's Eric what Woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. I did not know he was gay. Yeah, well, he's dating Elliot. Uh, Brendan, who's the bowtie master in your relationship? I used to know how to tie one, but I haven't had to in a long time. Oh, you you think it's gone? I I, I don't think I could do it now. Man. Maybe a YouTube video would have come uh, back to me, but it's hard. Yeah. Uh, Rufus tells Eric that if Lily taught him how to tie a bow tie, then he can teach Eric. Very, very funny that Lily has taught Rufus how to teach a bow tie, and then also hasn't taught Eric. Why can't she teach Eric? Because <laughs> she doesn't believe in parenting her kids. I hadn't even thought about that. That's really funny. <laughs> kind, of, kind of reminiscent to uh, Sandy helping Ryan with his tie, so I like that. Very nice. Yep. Cute. Yeah. Um, Rufus tells Eric uh, that he can learn from the master because Lily has invited Chuck. Uh, he feels strongly that uh, Chuck has changed and Lily has actually gotten through to Rufus somehow because he says that they should see for themselves and that Eric or everyone deserves a second chance. And Eric's like, yeah, second chance. Sure. But uh, Chuck has, you know, he's had a bunch of these. A- after a certain point, someone becomes beyond redemption. And this is particularly sad to hear from Eric. Because remember the sweet brotherly dynamic that those two had? I forgot about that, yeah. yeah they were, they were now, pretty close next season two. Season two especially. Yeah, season two. And Rufus tells Eric that uh, the Jenny incident bothers him. But you can't just write someone off. First of all, why not? Regardless of whether or not Chuck deserves a second chance. It's very confusing that Rufus is all of a sudden so willing to give it to him. This, this seems unlike our stubborn Rufus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this this information will bring him right back to where he used to be. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I think off camera, Lily must have said, "We don't bang unless you give Chuck a second chance." That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, it's, it is weird. It's it's an, a little annoying that they decide to like make this canon again because, like you said, like him and Eric and Chuck were buddy buddy for a good amount of time, and he, I'm assuming, he knew what Chuck had done at that time. Right. Eric did. Yeah. So that's that's why I was confused, too, because Eric's like, we can't forgive like, him. Even why did this become a big knew, deal all of a sudden? He knew about what Chuck did at first, seemingly forgave him, was very close to Chuck. Right. And now that Chuck's slept with her, all of a sudden, retroactively, the first thing is, is worse now for Eric, which it, it didn't right. line up for me. So it, now, now that Eric he consensually argued, sexed her. Right. Now, it's now the un- non-consensual one is worse. Right. Um, Eric argues it's not like this is an isolated incident, and we get our answer to the question I posed last week of does Rufus know about the original the original incident in the pilot episode, which uh, he clearly does not. And so Eric tells Rufus when Jenny was a freshman, Chuck tried to force himself on her at a party. So I don't care what Chuck says about being a changed man. What he did to Jenny this time makes it clear. He has always been that person, and he always will be. Uh, a lot of information for Rufus to take in. Uh, this is one of the few times where i actually feel for him like this has to be tough to hear for a father especially when he really wanted to kill chuck in the first place and now to hear right. that this guy did this uh yikes and, and it's uh, really really like jarring to even hear the word rape on tv for some reason i don't know yeah, I, I hear yeah, it now even, like whoa rufus the, the r word yeah, yeah. He, he threw mm-hmm. it out there it's real 
And again, the show, once again, not shy about bringing back Chuck's past transgressions. Yeah, it, it's it's just a little annoying that they kind of leave it alone for such a long time to just bring it back when it's convenient. Yeah, Gabe, Chuck was a lot more of an actual villain in the first few episodes as we were drawing up. He was, you know, uh, really sexually forcing himself up onto uh, numerous people in the pilot episode. Uh, the one with Jenny being particularly bad. Uh, but, they, you know, he really became sort of an anti-hero once they, I think they realized he could be a popular character, and uh, he's been he's been growing and learning ever since then. But it's, it's very tough to forget about the the uh, the incidents in the pilot episode of the show. That happened uh, episode one? Yeah, episode one. That's, that's our introduction one. to the character. <laughs> a lot of people will grow on to love. Wow. Okay. It's, it's a lot. There's a... It's a, it's a strategy. <laughs> every Yeah, and every time... Because I, mean, I think... In the books, at least, I think, and in the show, I think he was supposed to be more of a villain of the show. But then they realized, like, his, his you know, chemistry with Blair was so good. And, like, he's, they gave him these great lines to say and these great storylines. And it's like, we kind of need him to be someone that we can root for. And he so talks funny, kinda, so let's lean into that yeah. a little bit. Right. But every time <laughs> I rewatch the show, it gets harder to forget what uh, our introduction to him. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan's found out has now have found out that Milo would go in a foster home before being adopted. Uh, he'd end up bouncing from home to home, and Dan just can't do that to him. Uh, probably a good call. I- I've seen the fosters, and it really seems like being a foster kid is not great. Great. I- I- we we probably should have a better system, but that's uh, a-, a different conversation for another podcast, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but I don't I don't blame Dan for not wanting to. No, yeah, good choice. Let Milo be a foster kid. Um, Dan tells Vanessa about the entire wall of photos of children waiting to be adopted, and Dan is too good of a guy to put Milo into the system, even if he isn't Milo's dad. So if they can't find Georgina, uh, Dan is just going to be a dad. He really played himself with this one, kind of cornering himself into having to be a dad. Is this how it works, though? If you don't, if you're not the father, can you just not report them to like child protective services and just father? Them? I guess if they never find out, it's like I no guess. harm, no foul. But I've, or I if feel there, like, like a certain is... amount of time has passed and you've been fathering it for so get, long, then... yeah, you get grandfathered in. Yeah, or like, like it's like with marriage too. If you live together for a certain amount of time, you, you end up like legally sort of married. Yeah, you're a, a common law father. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to get our uh, Melissa Denny back. Another Reddit, Reddit, maybe lawyer Melissa Denny. Um, so Serena sees Juliet on campus. Uh, she she can't talk right now, but Serena has time to call her out on uh, being far too protective of Nate. Uh, I just knew Serena's ego would not let her be quiet about this. It was going to come up eventually. Um, the, it's funny. She's right that Juliet is conspiring against her, but she looks like a crazy person for even suggesting. Yeah, it. she doesn't have all the. Uh all the clues quite together. She just like, right. she knows, but she doesn't have anything to stand on quite yet. Right. Uh, Juliet tells Serena that there was only one key, but Serena's like, I just ran into a girl who got a key. And Juliet's like, ah, you know what? You're right. There were more keys, but I thought it'd be awkward if you knew that we just didn't want you in the club. Right. Easy lie. And to make. she's like, yeah, like I don't make the decisions. The alumni committee does, or, you know, at least they usually do. And uh, she tells Serena, it wasn't them who didn't want her in. It was someone else. So trying to pit Serena against Blair and Serena right away is like, Blair would not do that. But Juliet's like, you were on the list up until two days ago when someone revealed some information about sir, about you, uh, including something about a sex tape with a guy named Pete Fairman. Pete Fairman, it's such a, a lot of like name drops in the show for someone who only appeared in a flashback and died right away. <laughs> I know. They love bringing <laughs> him up. This guy gets a lot of play. And Juliet has done her research. Like, after Serena knows that Blair didn't tell Juliet this, shouldn't she be very suspicious that Juliet does somehow know about it? Well, this is another thing that I thought made me think she was supposed to be gossip girl because it was did gossip girl ever right. find out about the pete fairbanks that's a picture like uh pete fairman yeah, yeah. <laughs> pete, pete Fair, yeah I, I understand like 
Serena obviously supposed to think like, oh, Blair obviously told you about this. But once she finds out that Blair didn't, shouldn't she be like, Juliet, you're clearly stalking me. How do you know about Pete Yeah, that, that would be my question as well. Yeah, but uh, so, so, so she really she she takes this information and goes right to her mom and says, "Mommy, can you talk to the council, please?" <laughs> They're not letting me in the club. <laughs> <laughs> but we were led to believe that she's going to go right to Blair and like beat the shit right. out of her. But she does not. She goes to mom instead. I for, yeah, I forgot how this how this plays out. But she, yeah, she comes up with also the plan with Blair to uh, figure uh-huh. this out how to how to get back her. And I was thinking, like, don't get mad at Blair for this. If you want rational conversation, like you back figure and forth. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Julia tells Serena that uh, she needed her to know the truth. Uh, she's probably laying it on a bit too thick. It, like, her saying, like, yeah, sorry, I, I didn't want to tell you about Blair doing this, but you just, got, I just had to tell you the truth. Like, it seems obvious that Juliet is lying, and that's probably why Serena is very skeptical uh, to begin with about this. I mean, good for her, because she's usually very gullible. Right, yeah, Serena is very gullible. Believe anything that anyone tells her. Um, really? Ah. Yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> she's, she's That's why idiot. I thought, like, like she's going to fall for this hook, line, and sinker, get mad at Blair, but good for her for actually being smart for once. Yeah, her and Nate are the dumbest I really the saw, I really saw the craziest episode for me to see because I, yeah. I really enjoyed Serena. Her big thing, her big, like, catchphrase is, like, Sorry, but how was I supposed to know? Like, I don't know, Serena. Think for like a second. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I, I like her and, in this episode, though. I think I think her I think just because she's not annoying makes me like her. Because otherwise, whenever she speaks, she's just so great. she charms the hell out of me. When she, so when she, right, she's when great. she's not being insufferable, she is charming. Absolutely. Dan and Vanessa are in the nursery. Uh, Dan is lamenting that even if he drops out of school, he needs a job and a nanny. And Vanessa wants to help by moving in and work it out the same way he was going to work it out with Georgina. Vanessa desperately wants to play house with Dan. Um, And Dan's like, you didn't sign up for any of this. And she says that neither did he. Uh, Today's the last day she can back out of campus housing and get a refund. So she's going to do it. And I hope that Vanessa lives to regret this so badly. Is Rufus down for these kids living in his loft <laughs> yeah i i love that um they're just, dance Dan's just allowed to invite someone else to live in the loft like th- this is rufus's loft not yours dan and I, I think dan assumes that his dad doesn't he's never gonna step foot in this place again like he's kind of he's taken over this whole place even before vanessa's gonna come in there yeah um i don't even know if rufus has our... keys to this place anymore who knows we finally get to our event of the week lily is schmoozing uh serena comes in and asks the minions if they've seen blair but blair is talking to juliet uh, Penelope getting pretty nostalgic for the good old days. She's like, "Oh man, nothing, nothing makes it a party like a Blair Serena showdown." Those are those are good, especially if, if one of them gets thrown into a fountain. <laughs> yeah, of course, um, Chuck and Eva arrive. Chuck wants to introduce her to Lily, but she, he sees that Lily's with, with with Rufus, so maybe now isn't a great time. And he sends her to get them drinks. Um, I need to know who that flamboyant mustached man was that Lily was talking to. Yeah, yeah I thought we were gonna get more from him. <laughs> I wish we did. He must be a famous person because I don't know what his deal is. Oh, you was. know what? I always forget that they do that where sometimes they're just like, yeah, they just give a quick scene and then, like, I never know who they are. Exactly. Um, Rufus tells Chuck that he has some nerve showing his face here, but Chuck's confused. He's like, I thought Lily spoke with you. And uh, Rufus is like, yeah, he has a like, solid response. Hey, man, response. I thought we were like, cool. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Rufus's solid response is like, she did, but that was before I found out you tried to rape my 14-year-old Oof. daughter. Um, Boom! Killer. Yeah. Yeah, he just oh, says man. it. He really just says it. I'm happy that he's sticking up for his daughter. For yeah, once. yeah. I finally. Well, he always thinks he um, is sticking up for her. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Chuck's a little is. surprised to hear this, and uh, 
Eric just kind of gives him a look like, yeah, I told him. So Chuck <laughs> has to like, you know, go into another mode here. He tells Rufus that uh, he knows nothing he can do. He, there's nothing he can do to make up for that night. But it was years ago. He apologized to Jenny. She forgave him. And uh, he asks if something happened to change his mind. And Eric's like, nope, it was just time that Eric, uh, that uh, Rufus knew the whole story between you and Jenny. And so Chuck tells Rufus he understands his anger. He's truly sorry. He would never do anything to hurt his daughter or anyone else again. And I do believe him in this moment. Yeah, but, but you can't take the word um, for it at, at this moment being them too. I understand yeah, and also where they're coming he, from and I understand where he's coming he, from. And if you do something like that bad, you can't just be like, but I'm sorry, sorry but I'm going to be new. Like the other people have every like, why would right I believe to... You? Yeah, to just not even accept your apology. Like, you, you're not owed forgiveness. Right, absolutely. But Sometimes yeah, uh, you just have to live with your shittiness. No, yeah, and then maybe he should. And I, I, I agree with them, and I, I'm also slightly impressed with Chuck for being able to, like, be kind of blindsided by their reaction to him and still be able to, you know, collect himself yeah. and try to apologize still. Yeah, and so Eva is coming back with Chuck's drink, so Chuck tries to excuse himself. But uh, Rufus tells him it's his responsibility as a father to make sure that no one gets hurt like his daughter did and ask where the new girlfriend is because she should know what kind of a man he is. Well, that's very cross is the this Ru- I was going to say, is this Rufus's responsibility or is he going too far with us? <laughs> too far. It's Maybe it's helpful in a way. Like, hey, this guy's a rapist. Don't shack up with him. But um... Rufus is going to follow Chuck around for the rest of his life and tell every girl that he talks right. to. This is a rapist. I think he's just getting caught up in the moment and, and just wants to, you know, he can't punch him right now, which I wish he did because I think that would have been great. But I guess this is his version of, of a punch, is trying to yeah. get rid of this girl for him. Gabe, what's your take on all this? Um, uh, take, go again. <laughs> I'm wine. so confused. Wine. <laughs> That's a good reaction. It's, it's a uh, lot. Tell me. I guess uh, the main thing is, I mean, you 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 don't like Chuck, so clearly, I guess you were not buying what Chuck was selling in this uh, in this conversation with Rufus. So this is when, yeah, no, I don't okay. really think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this, this is when Chuck was kind of saying, like, yeah, I tried so, to rape your daughter, but I'll I'll never do it again. I'm a changed person. Yeah, he's so nonchalant. I don't know. It, it was kind of crazy to me how nonchalant the whole. Obviously. It probably dove way more into it in the past, but this episode, I was like, are they really just blowing past all this information about how yeah. we tried to rape somebody? Right. And, and I guess and not even really, but yeah, go that, on. That the, that, that the new girl, uh, I forgot her name, is just like, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That would give me that. the yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I guess according to, like, we it's happened off screen, so we don't really know how this has played out, but I guess for Chuck, he's like, I mean, Jenny was the one I tried to sexually assault, and we've talked it over. She's cool with me now. Like, I, I've done my part in, like, seeking my forgiveness and trying to make up for my past mistakes with the the victim, with my victim. So, like, like he's like, yeah, I, I've done my part here, but obviously Rufus doesn't have to uh, accept Chuck's apology. It's kind of funny that he um, says, like, it was years ago. Like, it was three years ago. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that many years ago. <laughs> you, yeah, it was years ago. There's a, and the exact number is three. So, uh, <laughs> Juliet and the minions—they're all excitedly telling her that Serena's about to go Jersey Shore on Blair's ass. Clearly, Jersey Shore is still in the zeitgeist here, as they're they're mentioning it. Sign and, of the times. Oh yeah. 
However, Gossip Girl is seems to be live streaming the entire altercation. Uh, Serena has seemingly taken the bait and fallen face first into Juliet's trap and is blaming Blair for not getting into Hamilton House. Um, this scene does look like, that this... like a Jersey Shore shot, too. Yeah. Before it was revealed that this was just a, a ruse, Brendan, were you wondering how easy it was to do this to Serena to like pull the wool over her eyes again? No, because that that's exactly the way the show usually goes. So I, it was not I was not surprised, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is like a normal Gossip Girl episode." Um, right. What I was confused um, about was how easily Juliet was able to plug her phone into three TVs at once <laughs> and have it just yeah, immediately what start streaming. Is that? <laughs> we don't have the that TVs now. TVs that, hap- that happen to be on display at the party. Yeah, what, what cord goes from it? like like HDMI to USB C? Like I I don't know how how that and works. Just with co- per- perfect connection. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. And it just goes right to you. Don't have to pick an, you don't have to pick an input or anything. It just goes right. <laughs> it's just instant. She hooks up her phone and everything works. I like when Blair name, names every single one of Serena's exes and then asks if her father finally fixed. Well, this... did, did your father finally fix that, or was he too busy giving your mom fake cancer? Man, a real Brutal. a real mouthful for Gabe to be hearing out of context of what's going yeah. on. I, I really hope Serena approved of that burn before Blair went for I, it. I wonder if this is all like improv by the two of them because if it, I think they've done this before where they had to improv a like, recap of, yeah. of their of their lives, and they always do a really good job at it. Um, if Blair said all that without Serena's permission, like I'm surprised Serena was just like, "Whoa, hey, hey, that was a <laughs> hey, we're it we're joking, we're joking. <laughs> we're just having fun here, Blair. That was good. <laughs> and then they start wrestling each other, and they Juliet's time. Kissing. Is, yeah, they, I mean, I think they would have, and if if Juliet didn't stop, it, well, I guess she doesn't actually yeah. stop it because uh, she says it's time to save their sister from that crazy bitch, and she opens up the curtain, and it turns out Serena didn't fall for her plan at all. Serena and Blair aren't fighting. I don't know how they faked that stream yet. I guess they explained that whatever they did, but uh, Serena tells Julia that she isn't the crazy one or the bitch, uh, and the way that Serena is posed on the couch when, when Juliet opens the curtain was truly outstanding. Like, she really made sure she was going to look iconic uh, before you. Juliet opened the curtain. Uh, Academy Awards for both Serena and Blair, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Dorota also randomly there offers some champagne, and Juliet um, can't believe she got got. I think that pose is what got Blake Lively the role in a simple favor. Yeah. Yes, that was it. Was literally perfect. She's posed. I wish I could describe. Uh, I, I could do it justice. What what she was what she was doing there. I think we have like similar uh, like statures and body types. I, I think with my my long legs, I, I bet I could pull this off pretty nicely. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> Take a picture. Uh, well, I'll post it with the, I'll, when I tweet out the next episode. Maybe when we do our our overalls day, I'll I'll uh, do this pose. Oh, I like it. Do you remember so, when overalls day is uh, supposed to be? changed it it was supposed it. to Somewhat be in June, right? it was supposed to be right it was supposed to be soon and then we switched it for end of june i think it was supposed to be something like june 25th is overalls day our, our wet day or do we have to have the people remind us when to wear overalls <laughs> yeah so remind us on i guess now canonically it will be june 25th remind us okay on we'll say a week before remind us on june 18th so we could do a little planning overalls day gabe if you want to celebrate uh, on june 25th we're just going to wear overalls oh uh, okay you're not like just, podcasting about well, it. Well, maybe no, we should. We're just maybe wear we'll, overalls. We could do a regular Lonely Boys episode and just like do it in my backyard and wear overalls while we do it. Yeah, I. Um, it's, a, it's a Sunday, so okay. uh, prepare. I don't own a pair, but yeah, yeah we, we got to figure that out. I too. don't. I don't either. We need to. We need to. Get, okay. Which my. Uh, we got time. <laughs> you do have some time. The, I uh, my sunglasses just came in the mail today that I'm gonna wear to the uh, Taylor Swift concert. My 1989 oh. era sunglasses. Oh, I'm nice. just waiting. Now I'm just waiting on the shirt. What which one are you going to see? Which Taylor show? Uh, the May twenty sixth at at MetLife. 
Is she doing Friday. only one? She's doing three. Yeah, she's doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good for her. <laughs> she she, she needs what it. What can she do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she needs it. She really needed this this stadium tour. That's awesome. Good. Um, so, where were we? I am so I'm so lost right now. Okay, Dan, oh, the, Dan's the pose, still taking care. Okay, after that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I was about to switch gears here. Dan yeah. Dan's still taking care of Milo. Uh, he tells Milo that his name's on the birth certificate, so he's going to be the dad, and also Vanessa's going to be helping out. Uh, poor child. I, I would. I mean, by the end of the episode, I think Milo is a winner here because I would rather Georgina be my mom than Vanessa. I also wouldn't want Dan to be my dad. Question mark. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> right. He just doesn't seem like the. I don't know who the real father is, but I don't know if I would love Dan being my dad. Um, it's some Russian guy. Some Russian guy that almost got murdered, apparently. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know what yeah. I agree with with Gabe here because Dan's willing to give this uh, baby Milo uh, Vanessa as a mother. So bad, yeah, bad that's choice. True. And then, speak of the devil, Georgina walks right through the loft door. She's back from the spa. She missed her baby so much. Dan looks at her horrified. The, the look he gives her is very funny and asks what the hell she's doing. Uh, Dan tells her that he knows she wasn't at the spa and he knows Milo isn't his son. So Georgina reveals that someone is trying to kill her. And that's the craziness I love from Georgina. <laughs> and like, you, you don't even know if, if you, you, I guess, assume by the end of all this that she is serious. But you never know when, when she's lying. You, you almost have to assume right. she's still lying here. Um, and and Gabe, part of me Gabe also feels like she came back because she saw the Gossip Girl post. Like, oh, shit, he knows now. It may be. Uh, Gabe, to fill you in, Regina is a recurring character that kind of just comes into town once a season, fucks everything up, causes chaos, and then just leaves. Yeah, I was a little confused on why they were just cool with her, like, going out and not being around with the baby. But, uh yeah, I love when Georgina comes to town. This, this time in particular, she brought a baby, convinced Dan that that it was his, uh, left for a little while, came back. That is like, like insane behavior. Yeah, that's crazy. Georgina is an insane person. There's no other way to describe her. And she would describe herself the same way. Oh yeah, she she knows it. She when she's she, describing herself in the in the season premiere of this uh, of this season, she's like, "You may think I'm pathological. You may think I'm insane. You may think I'm a liar." And all of that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Blair, Serena, and Juliet here. Blair is boasting, but she's admitting that blaming Blair for uh, Serena not getting in would have worked in high school. And to Serena's credit, she asked Juliet if she really thought she would believe her over Blair. I mean, I don't see why not, because that is something that would usually happen. I, I thought but that, yeah. Juliet tries to claim that she didn't know what they're talking about, but uh, they, they tell us that Dor- Dorota filmed the fake fight earlier, and Gossip Girl played it as a favor. It seems like they can get away with too much having Gossip Girl on their side, willing to do them random favors like this. Like, isn't Gossip Girl supposed to be an unbiased reporter? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess, I guess the reason was like, that uh, Gossip Girl likes to be the only person that screws with the, with right, the two of them. Right, that or something. is what they say. But what Blair and Serena is like, they're like, "Can you do us this favor and just report fake news?" And she's like, "She's such a stan of Blair and Serena." She's like, "Yeah, of course. Why not?" Yeah, yeah that caught me by surprise. And one of the main things we know about Gossip Girl is that she hates reporting fake tips. And, like, now she's just reporting a falsified fake video. For a gag. For a gag, yeah. So Nate asks what's going on. Juliet tells him that Serena's upset she didn't get into Hamilton House. And Serena and Blair accuse her of purposely keeping Serena out because she's jealous of Serena and Nate's relationship and also of Serena and Blair's best friendship. And Juliet tells them... Uh, that they're clearly more than than uh, than they're clearly more than friends. That's, that's yeah. 
I mean, maybe she talking. is. Maybe she implies that, which is like a you know whatever whatever is going on between you guys. So she does say, which maybe she's implying that like this is not a friendship. I, I know I know what's going on between you. I know I know what you are, as the, as the homophobic dog would say. Um, <laughs> she's she says she doesn't give a shit. Um, the alumni committee makes the decision, and Serena calls bullshit because she has connections on the committee. Uh, and now c- coming to the stage, Lily Vanderwood's yes. and she's just going to call her in. Lily comes out of the woodwork. She's like <laughs> waiting in the wings for Lily to say, not so fast. And she reveals that half of the committee are Bass Industry employees. And she made, she's like, I made one phone call and confirmed the obvious that Serena has always been at the top of the list. Which <laughs> not even on the list, but God, at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, at the very top. God <laughs> yeah. forbid Serena gets excluded one time in her fucking Thank life. Thank you, mommy. In her privileged life. Yeah. <laughs> Lily forces Juliet to hand over the key to Serena. <laughs> I wouldn't even want it at that point. That's it's so embarrassing. But <laughs> And all the minions, care. they all desert Juliet for Blair and Serena. Uh, pretty scary for Juliet that she's made an enemy out of Lily. Very scary. Here you go, sweetie. Here's your key. Mommy got it for you. I, I guess in this world it is cool to have your parents help you. But like, if, if I, this happened yeah. in a middle class world, you would be bullied. Mom, get out of here. I don't <laughs> want you to give me my key. All right, fine. Give me the key. But get, let's scram. Get out of here, Mom. Um, so uh, Nate calls after Juliet, and Serena can't believe that Nate is going after her. But Nate tells Serena he didn't find her little show as charming as everyone else did. Serena doesn't understand why he's so angry. So Nate reminds her, he's like, uh, Serena, let's run down the events of last season. You cheated on me with Dan. You dumped me, and then you disappeared for the summer. And then you came back, and you're acting like nothing changed. Which, yeah, when you put it that way, Nate was probably uh, thrilled that Juliet was trying to keep her out of Hamilton he, he, House. He should have been mad sooner, because like at the end of the summer... Like last week, the start of the episode, he still wanted Serena, and he just just got reminded by Juliet. Like, wait, you sh- I should be mad. Right. That's true. Like he forgot. Yeah, he how is to be a mad. little slow because Nate says, uh, "Yeah, I'm just now realizing how mad I am at you." Which good <laughs> yeah. for him for finally getting there. Yeah. Yeah, you, Gabe, you mentioned this was a, a bit of a turnoff for you uh, from the Serena side of things. The what? They, they found out about the cheating. Yeah, yeah. Nate, disappeared for the summer, came back. Were, were you uh, t- uh, Team Nate in this? Something um, little you know about these characters. I, I don't remember who Nate is. Oh, Nate is the handsome oh, guy. Yes, that's handsome. dating Juliet. Yeah. Um, yes, handsome. He's a he's Chase, right? Chase Crawford? Yes. yes. Yeah, because he looked familiar. Um I just don't. I don't know what Serena's deal with the cheating was. I don't know how far it was. Like, is, if she uh, fucked somebody else, or she's kind of in. No, they, it was, it was a, a killer fuck, situation. Right? It was only a kiss. It was the, yeah, uh, exactly. It was a the classic the killer classic. situation. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. <laughs> oh, she she did a classic the killers. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, but it's really uh, all it was though. Yeah, I mean so Serena then, is Serena is the Mr. Brightside of the Upper East Side. That is what they call her. Yeah, dude. How? So then this, I I kind of put the sex tape and the cheating into one thing. <laughs> oh, they are those separate. Are two yeah. Very different. Very separate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was not just a kiss. That was not no, a kiss. No, that, that was uh, that, that was, was that would be a terrible I, move that, to cheat and then catch it on camera yourself <laughs> and, and have that and then, lingering yeah. around. That was uh, that was a poor lad that she killed. Was the sex tape like it? Was it like trying to emulate like a Paris Hilton sex tape? Like, oh, like the rich girl. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of that, uh, but that's that's another. When when you come back on for uh, when we revisit that episode, that season one episode, we'll. we'll Wait, are we going to do? We're going to redo the whole show. 
Yeah, we're gonna redo the show. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, Georgina is explaining her situation to Dan. She's telling him all about how she fucked some Russian on the plane. She got pregnant with his kid. Uh, Dan's convinced she's actually a Russian spy. And Georgina denies this, although confirms that uh, she was approached. And she, Again, we don't know if she's just pathologically lying or if this is true. Either is, is equally likely. Uh, she came back because three guys named Boris were paid a lot of money to hunt her down. She's iconic. We, we need a spin-off show of her and the three Borises. Th- this is my... Oh, that would yeah. really, that would be really great. But yeah, the, the joke of the episode is when she goes on to say to talk about the Mile High Club, and she's like, "We did it on the ground too," <laughs> just to let Dan know that they <laughs> didn't just fuck on the plane; they fucked when they landed as well. And what I'm hearing, like, I, she presumably means that, like, not while they were flying in the air, but it, I'm picturing them just fucking like on the ground as soon as they landed. They just was she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she the one with the glasses? So she's wearing, wearing glasses. glasses? No, Georgina wasn't wearing glasses, right? I don't think so, no. Who, who was the, the dark-haired girl in the glasses? Was there a dark-haired girl in glasses? Talking to Dan? That uh, was Vanessa. I don't think Vanessa was wearing glasses. Maybe Georgina was wearing glasses. Maybe was she, she was wearing, wearing glasses. glasses. I don't, I mean, I'm usually able to catch these things because I, I love a lady in glasses. But maybe, I, I don't know. Uh, there was a lady in glasses. I, 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 it caught my eye because I was like, oh, she's she's pretty. But I can't. Oh. I think it was what? in... She she was wearing wasn't she was wearing sunglasses when she came back wasn't she? Maybe. No, I'm talking about prescription. <laughs> mm, all right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll have to rewatch the episode and come back again next week. Um, <laughs> okay. So Georgina figured that if the woman that wanted to kill her thought that the baby had a different father, then she would leave her alone. And she knew that Dan was basically the only sap that she slept with that would fall for this. Um, and she explains how easily she faked the paternity test. And Dan asks if this is supposed to be flattering. And Georgina's like, yeah, it, yeah, it is. Uh, Dan saved Georgina and Milo's life. And to show her thanks, like she abandoned them for <laughs> for a while. Um she says she missed Milo too much. Uh, she needed to come home. She's talked to her parents and had a lot of family therapy, and she's going to raise this baby with her parents' help. Uh, Dan has grown attached to Milo, isn't about to let this crazy woman raise him, but Georgina tells him, it's not his choice. He's not your son. So Vanessa walks in. She's shocked to see Georgina, and Dan tells her that Milo is going home. Wow. I guess it's Bye, Milo. Bye, Milo. We'll Bye, see you Milo. later. And I, I hope Stupid this is the last we ever hear about Dan having a baby. Hopefully. Um, because Dan did not have a baby. He did not have a baby. <laughs> Unless he gets um, uh, Vanessa Lily... pregnant while they live together. Yeah, We'll see. They live together now. Is that the, can it be Dan's uh, new thing? He gets people pregnant or Dick doesn't? <laughs> he just um, always wants to raise well, yeah. a baby that isn't his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. Remember in season one, he and Serena had a pregnancy scare and he was oh, like, right. I will father your child, Serena. That's Don't true. worry. He fucked Serena. Oh, yeah. Big they time. dated in season Big one time. and then a little in season two and then a little bit... Uh, <laughs> In season three, they're, 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 they're supposed again. to be like the the main couple of this, the series. I feel like. I think Blair and Chuck have kind of usurped, 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 heard it both ways. Uh, that role. Yeah, as of recently, but I, I think like, to me, the way I see it, Dan and Serena are the end game like main so, couple. As as a completely outside perspective, the names that sound the most familiar to me of this show were. Blair and Chuck. Wow. And I, yeah, I for a saying. long time, thought that Blair was Serena's character. Oh, and you're wrong. Uh-huh. I was completely wrong. Because and Blair it and even Chuck was. Much better characters, much more beloved. I, I, I always. I, I, thought, I, I feel like I'll be more interested in Chuck and Blair's love for sure, but I just feel like it'll, it'll get settled up sooner than Dan and Serena. Right. Right, right, right. Um, 
Lily has talked to Rufus again. Uh, she tells Chuck that, uh, that... Oh, she tells Rufus that Jenny confided in her a while back about the party and that she has put the past in the past and is ready to move on. And again, it seems all well and good if Jenny wants to forgive him, but Lily kind of just seems a little too eager to want to forgive Chuck as well. Like, I, I get that if Jenny forgives him, she has every right to, but yeah. you can't make Rufus also forgive him. Like, he also has the right to be pissed about it. I right, because Lily has had this information for a while now, so she's had time to like, yeah. think about it, but Rufus, it's all very new to Rufus. Yeah, and she's just like, come on, we all love Chuck! He's Chuck! He cares <laughs> like, about the sexual like, assault! Did we ever love Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lily tells Charles that she loves him, which is good because he needs to hear that. And she assures Chuck that Eva will love him too. And he sees Eva trying to leave, runs across the street to stop her. He explains that he's not ashamed of her. He's ashamed of himself and everything he did before he met her. It would be an insane move for Chuck to invite her to the party only pretend to pretend like he doesn't know her because he's ashamed of her. That, that would have been weird for him to do. Yeah. Um, so that is believable. But And so Eva asks Chuck who the hell he is. And it looks like Chuck is ready to come clean about his past. It looks like it. Um, she accepts him. And she accepts him. She's just as eager to forget him as Lily is, if not more so. Yeah. Um, That's the old Chuck. <laughs> it, the old Chuck. She uh, pulls, pulls <laughs> the opposite of what Rufus does and just accepts it right away. Yeah. Um, so Blair runs into someone named Charlotte. And this has to be a cameo because Blair's just like, I'll be at the show. And that's it. And she just leaves. <laughs> I don't think I even remember that happening. <laughs> Um, we get our patented Blair and Chuck scene. Uh, she actually seems kind of happy to see him and tells him welcome home. And Chuck tells Blair uh, he knows she met Eva, and Blair just tells him that uh, she uh, she told him to come home. And, and she she's like, I told you to come home. I didn't say it would be easy. Um, and never has someone made classism so charming as Blair Waldorf. <laughs> she really does. Like, of course I'm going to bully the shit out of your girlfriend. Who cares? I didn't say it would be easy when you came home. <laughs> it's a little just a little she's razzing. Like, she, She's impressed that Eva lasted a whole two days here, but Eva has come back, and Chuck tells Blair that it was good to see her and makes a beeline toward Eva. Um, I don't think Blair can believe that Chuck likes another girl so much. It, it seems like it seems like he's over her. It really it's going to be a little like, hard for her to, to, to just watch her, him be like, oh, there she is, and just like push her out of the way for this new girl. Mm. Can't be fun. Yeah. Um, and Eva has seen the man that Chuck can be, and she chooses to believe in that man instead of the man he was. And uh, Chuck is so excited, he goes to introduce her to his family. Wow. I think part of what attracts Chuck to her is also just she, she's like a, a symbol of his his possible new life. So I, I think it, it, it might just be more more of that than him even liking her in particular. Yeah, that's true. Um, Nate talks to Juliet. Yes, Juliet, if she shuts Serena out because of him. Uh, very convenient that Juliet has this out that she can say it's just because of Nate. And it actually kind of makes her look good to Nate. Like, yeah, yeah I'm crazy, but like, I'm crazy for you, Nate. And it's, I still would not be buying that, but I, I guess dumb Nate uh, will we'll take anything right. at this point. Nate, not the, not the brightest. <laughs> um, and so she tells Nate she couldn't handle his ex-girlfriend being around all the time. And Nate's like, oh, that, that's interesting for someone who doesn't even know if they want to go out with me. And now Good Juliet point. has kind of trapped herself into saying she she's actually more, a little more sure than she thought. And uh, she, Nate is She's like biting her tongue when she says, like, fuck, I got I to gotta fuck yeah. this guy now. <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess I'm going to date Nate now. Uh, Nate's thrilled to hear this and starts making out with her as Serena and Blair watch on. And Blair says, once men has tasted caviar, it baffles me how they settle for catfish. So Great Blair line. knows that Serena yeah, Blair love knows that. that Serena tastes like caviar. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, too. It's canon. <laughs> oh, Gabe, to fill you in, I, my longstanding theory is that Blair is in love with Serena, and I find it very obvious. I could see that. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, true romance of the show. I mean, that's, we're uh, so, about to get to it in a little bit, but when that, that bed scene. Oh, yeah. So Dan misses Milo, uh, but don't worry because Vanessa's here to cheer him up. And Dan talked to Rufus. Rufus thinks he should uh, keep busy with some Noam Chomsky and beer pong, of course. And so Vanessa's like, awkward question, but since we don't have a kid anymore, uh, should I move all my stuff back to my dorm? Dan still wants Vanessa to move in, which, oh, God. Come on. I, I don't care about uh, Why? We're taking the next step with this relationship now. This, it's, just live in the dorms. So annoying. That's like my, my junior year college roommate pretty much had his girlfriend at the time move into our room, and she just... You know, you know what those look like too. Like the twin beds, and they would just mm. live together on that twin bed all year round. And uh, I pretty much lived in a three, a three, three way, three. They never did that with me, actually. So you were like, you were like roommates, roommates. We were roommates, roommates. See, when, yeah, when we had our off-campus apartment in Albany, uh, Empire Commons, Gabe. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard of the place. Um, I'm, I'm familiar. Gabe is a, for, for the listeners at home, Gabe is a fellow Albany lad. I didn't meet him in my time at Albany. Um, so not, not to, uh, he's a little out of place. We already had Albany month, of course, but, <laughs> but Gabe is still, still here. Um, yeah, we, 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 we were all roommates in the apartment, but we all had our separate rooms. And I actually had not one, but two of my roommates have their girlfriends, uh, junior and senior year, essentially living with us. And I fucking loved it. I love those girls. I loved having them around all the time. So I, I mm. uh, they were not staying in my room room. So definitely yeah. a, a different scenario. That's, uh, this is still a, that's a different vibe. Yeah, we were still on campus yeah. too at this point. Um, and no one in the suite liked to read. I don't know why so I said off campus apartment. I meant on campus apartment. Oh, on campus apartment. I didn't know that. They, what, they which had is those. the opposite of what I said. Yeah. But yeah. But still, <laughs> <laughs> we did live in the on campus apartment. Um, yeah. That, that great times. Great, great time on Empire Commons. Um, so, not for nothing, why isn't Rufus taking his victory lap? He should be bragging to everyone that he knew this baby wasn't Dan's. Like, there should be so many I told you so's. When everyone was like, <laughs> Rufus, stop with the conspiracy theories. Rufus was the only one that was like, let's take a fucking paternity test for God's sake. Well, yeah, even at the beginning of the episode when he tells Lily, she's just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. it's already way past it. <laughs> okay. Like, Lily, you were the one saying last week that whatever. Um, how do we feel about Vanessa and Dan mo- moving in together? It, it, do you think... Uh, <laughs> Do you think Dan and Vanessa are going to fuck in the crib tonight? <laughs> Google <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> Change my day feet. Well, if Milo's not getting any use out of this, we might as well. <laughs> Where'd the pacifier go? Am I right? <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope for his sake as a punishment for letting her stay with him, she gets pregnant. Yeah. She'll love you it. Want another pregn- you want another pregnancy storyline? I don't actually. I take it back. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, Serena and Blair. Uh, Blair tells Serena they both deserve better. Uh, now they're in Hamilton House where they belong. And uh, they'll find it. And I'm like, they're, they're right in front of each other. You've already found better in each other. Come on, guys. Just admit your feelings for each other. Um, so Serena thought college would be easy. Blair tells her that things will get better because she's Serena Vanderwoodson. And plus, she has the best off-campus housing at Columbia as she leads her into another room. Uh, Blair has put Dorota to work right away to give Serena her brand new bedroom, clearly done out of love, like her love for Serena. Yeah, and they then taste each other's caviar, I guess. <laughs> as as they moment. say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blair asks if best but friends Dorota can live together all year. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I love caviar. <laughs> no, Dorota. <laughs> um, 
So they're both very excited. Gossip Girl says that rumor has it Blair and Serena changed their relationship status from besties to and, oh. room, roomies, which we, which we all know means lovers. Yes. She wants Blair, lovers. Blair and Serena are roommates in quotation marks. Right. Where where was it? Is this in Blair's house? I don't know. Where is Blair living? <laughs> <laughs> she just had to build was. Serena a room somewhere build serena another room somehow what like this wasn't question on exactly columbia's campus i don't think no it's it's off campus she says the best off-campus housing you could ask i for. think yeah there must be a blair's house and they built her a room all right well fucking eva eva's also moving in uh, i was gonna say this seems pretty quick but i forgot they already lived together for months in paris uh we see vanessa moving her stuff into the loft all of our main couples are moving in together dan and vanessa chuck and eva blair and serena and serena and blair just giggling in bed together i would have loved that this all these roomies getting together like this whole sequence ended with Rufus in a suitcase leaving uh, Lily's place. He just gets kicked I... out for no reason. <laughs> if you won't forgive Chuck, then get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. <laughs> and then we get the big cliffhanger. We see Juliet in a prison visiting room. A, a guy gets led into the room, and Juliet seems happy to see him. She asks how this guy is doing, and he answers, it depends on how things are going. And she tells him the guys are easy, but the girls are presenting a little more of a challenge. Sisterhood is alive and well on the Upper East Side, but how long can that last? And she tells the guy to just focus on, again, we're going to drop the rape word. Just focus on not getting raped or killed. And he's like, it's a yeah, minimum security rape. prison. And she's like, yeah, but you're hot. Like, <laughs> okay. Watch out, for, watch out about getting raped because you're so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, say it again. <laughs> and so Julia promises that they'll get it done, and she takes his hand. Um, I absolutely love the little snippets of Juliet cliffhangers we get to end every episode. And once again, Brendan, I have to ask, what's going on here? I don't know. I, I don't like these because I, I think this is the kind of thing that would be good if you, like, dropped in a, a face that we've at least seen before so we can, like, start to theorize. But we can't do anything with this after, like, say, if I'm watching this week to week live, I yep. am still just, like, I don't know what to say about this. But if you drop someone in, like, I know he's not on the show anymore, but if you drop, like, a Carter in, in jail right. right there, then it's like, oh, oh well, that would then, be you, fun. then you start that to think about it and, like, what could this be? And you at least make a theory about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we could still make theories, but uh, any other predictions? Um, I mean, I, I, but I, I will say I do like her and what's going on because it just seems like there's there will be at least a, a payoff that I will appreciate. Um, so I predict that I'll appreciate the payoff. All right, I love the prediction, <laughs> uh, Gabe. You haven't seen any other Gossip Girl. Uh, do you have any predictions? I had zero uh, predictions on what's going on. Uh, no clue. It seems just so wild. This show seems insane. Is there any murder involved in this show? Um, that's a spoiler. I can't. No, there sort of was. To to talk about the past, not exactly. We have that my favorite cliffhanger of all time, where Serena ends the episode by saying, "I killed someone." Uh, It it, it was our good friend. It was our. It was our good friend Pete Fairman to, to. to uh to uh to connect the dots here but uh, she didn't really kill him she he just kind of overdosed yeah, on she was she was around presence. while he yeah she took the blame yeah um so gabe is this gonna make you want to keep watching gossip girl it it actually i would i would start it from the start the, Hell yeah. i would this start always, it from the season is, one yeah this is always our goal to have people uh, want to there's an episode with now. pete wentz in it right you are thinking of one tree hill uh, All right. <laughs> All right. He was a, 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 a he has a three episode arc where he comes to One Tree Hill as mid twenties Pete Wentz and dates a high schooler. Yeah, he yeah. plays himself. Right? Yeah, he, he plays himself. He and everyone was just home, everyone was Wentz, just like, oh, that's okay. That's yep. cool. Pete, Pete Wentz cool. was actually like did actually date a high schooler when he was in his mid twenties. So that's cool. We, 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 
Should have been like, this is hitting a little too close to home right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, things were way too lenient back in 2000. Yeah. I don't think anyone, no one was going blinks. Anything weird of it that yeah. uh, Peyton was just dating Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Uh, but uh, let, let's zoom through these segments here. User review of the week. We have a new, it wasn't just comedy fan today. We have a new reviewer, Menchie underscore Dirt. Wow. Uh, came in to talk about how much they didn't like this episode. They gave it only a two out of ten. Two out of ten, they said, wow. I thought the second episode's emotional ending would add depth and maturity to Blair's character, but she still acts like a superficial bitch. It's nice to see Chuck become a changed man. At least one person matured from the experience. The third episode storyline is so high school. Who's in? Who's out? How ridiculous of Lily to get involved in teenage social dramas. <laughs> and how shallow is Nate for still falling for Juliet after she's re revealed as a scheming social climber? After the magic of Paris and the emotional crescendo of the past two episodes, I can't express how disappointed I am with this episode. I hope this is not a premonition of things to come in the next episodes. Wow, sorry, Menchie Dirt. It seems like she this user doesn't know what the show is. Like All the things she complained about <laughs> is what the Gossip Girl does every episode. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, next week, the episode's title is Touch of Eva. Do you have any uh, predictions based on the episode mm, title? I don't, maybe we'll finally get some more information on whoever the hell, or what. Eva is. Or what? Or what? We don't She's know that Eva is a human. She could be. Those she are the two be. theories so far is Angel and Alien. It's got to be uh, one of the them. I liked her with the the red lipstick at the party. That looks good. Yeah, that was that was nice. It was that was not poor of her. <laughs> Very un unpoor. <laughs> um, the little blurb says that Nate decides to confront Juliet. Let's see what uh, that is about. Uh, more details to come. Let's. Let's grade the episode. Uh, Brendan, you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. Um, I think that each episode of this season keeps getting a little better each week. Uh, we have some more Serena versus Juliet in this episode, and this time Serena actually beats Juliet, so it's not just a one-sided battle. Uh, we set up some intrigue with who will ultimately come out on top. I really like the nostalgia of bringing back, unlike Menchie Dirt, I liked the nostalgia of bringing back a kind of high school plotline with the secret society and the betrayals and shenanigans. Uh, Blair getting in, but not Serena, was a fun twist, and then uh, Blair and Serena ultimately getting over on Juliet was an even more fun twist and uh, these are the kind of fun stupid plots that make Gossip Girl fun to watch and then uh, Dan and Vanessa and Milo still happened but at least Milo is gone now and at least Georgina was there to breathe some much needed life into this episode uh, her story of the Russian and the three Borgeses was crazy and funny at least and uh, the Chuck and Eva of it all was interesting enough as well and we get another very, very good cliffhanger with Juliet and uh, this mystery man in prison so I'm gonna give it a B plus I thought it was a solid episode uh, Brendan do you want to go next what's your episode grade yeah, I mean, I, I like this episode quite a bit. It, it does everything that Gossip Girl does really well. And even the even like the kind of classic plot lines that they usually do, they gave them a little bit of a twist uh, to a point where I thought Serena was going to go one way and then it goes the other with her. And it, it does show some growth from previous episodes, which they don't always do. Uh, so I, I like that stuff. I don't think I disliked any plot lines. Even though we, we love when a, a Rufus plot line is good because Lily's there to help him out. Uh, oh, yeah. Vanessa's wasn't so bad because, it, like you said, it, it wraps up the Milo stuff. Georgina's even there as a part of the Milo stuff, which is always great when she's around. Uh, we get to see Eric a little bit. We never get to see him. The only thing we're missing, I guess, is, is some Jenny. Uh, so I, I say my, my only knock on the episode is really just that it's missing just like a a classic Gossip Girl moment to make it an A. So I'll, I'll give it an A-. minus. All right. Brendan, one-upping me here, giving it an A-. Uh, Dave, as a first-time watcher, what, what grade are you going to give the episode? Um, I am going to give it an A. Because, yeah, yeah uh, I I like okay. So we're, we're four seasons in, right? Yep, this is season four. Uh, I like how 
I mean, from my point of view, I didn't know anything changed, but it sounds like uh, things weren't going by like the status quo on this episode. So I enjoy mm-hmm. that they switched it up for us. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the. Uh, it, they really made Serena look like a totally different character for someone who didn't. So if that was their goal, was to switch up Serena's like. Because I totally, the way you guys talk you about her is not it. how I viewed her. Yeah. yeah. So the writers did a really good job, and she did a good job acting on it. But, uh, yeah, I think that it, overall it was a solid episode, and it had me entertained even though I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, a very attractive cast. I'm always uh, saying it's one of the most attractive casts of all time, if not the most attractive cast of all, of all time. We Star-studded. Uh, even if they weren't stars at the time, I don't know how, but uh, a lot of recognizable faces. Um, yeah, uh, and I'm a I like early Y two K, so that's <laughs> that's cool. So that's a big drop drawing point for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, our MVP of the episode, I think this has to be Blair's first MVP of the season for me. Uh, she's terrible to Eva, very classist, but hey, that's Blair. She's yeah. she's gonna fuck someone up if oh, she's yeah. sleep- especially if that person is sleeping with Chuck. Um, but all of Blair's dreams come true in this episode. She's in an Ivy League school. She finally gets into a secret society. She gets in over Serena. But then when Serena doesn't get in, she's she's grown up enough to try and get her in and not let it ruin their friendship. And then she and Serena both come up with a great plan to take down Juliet. And uh, last but not least, Blair is now living together with the love of her life, Serena. So a clear win for Blair. She is my MVP of the episode. Brendan, who's your MVP of the episode? I think this might not be a surprise to you, but... It's gonna go to Lily for me. She of she's she's in is. almost every plot line of this show. The only one she's missing from is Milo's stuff, and she does it so masterfully. <laughs> she just, she is the, just the puppet master of this TV show when when she's on. They've it. always said that she is the Dumbledore of the upper. She East really side. is. She's she's so so, <laughs> so Dumbledore like. Um, when Eva, I guess, is Dobby. So I'm glad we have a, a whole theme going on today. But she, she's amazing. <laughs> she, she's being a mother <laughs> to Rufus all episode long. She's being a mother to Chuck. And she comes in and helps her actual daughter out of nowhere uh, yeah. to give her her key. She's the eleventh awesome. hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. I when I famously did uh, t- when my mom asked me what uh, Dumbledore's deal was. Don't know how it came up. I did uh, fill her in by saying that Dumbledore was kind of the Lily Vanderwoodson of Hogwarts. So that's that's where that. Uh, <laughs> and she understood that. That's great. Yes, yes, because we were watching Gossip Girl at the time. Um, What's Dumbledore's deal? That's, yeah, that's a great, great question. <laughs> yeah, out of context. No, I just woke up one deal? day. She's like, she's like, Matthew, Matthew, what's Dumbledore's deal? Hovering over you, waiting for you to wake up. Uh, who wants to know? Who's asking about Dumbledore, Ma? <laughs> no, that's Good impression of you. Yeah, that's, that's how you talk when you wake up. Gabe, who's your MVP of the episode? Um. Okay, this is going to go... A mystery girl with glasses that was talking to Dan. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty certain it was the girl that we were talking to. Uh, I'm going to go with Blair, considering I learned right. a lot from this episode. And for a lot of the reasons that you said, Matt, um, it does seem like she took everything with grace. Uh, along with Serena. I thought Serena did everything gracefully as well. But uh, the fact that she... Uh, has been wanting this for so long, I guess, and wanted to be a part of this society, but then gave it up or not gave it up, but like, was like, I'm not going to get in without my friend basically or something like that. Uh, Kudos to her for that. 
completely agreed. Glad for Blair getting two MVPs here in this episode. Let's do the LVPs. Um, last episode, I gave Juliet the MVP because even though we didn't know what she was up to exactly, she clearly manipulated everyone and got what she wanted. Like she said, the guys were easy, the girls are a challenge. This week, we still have no idea what she's up to, but uh, it, she certainly doesn't get what she wants. And Blair and Serena see right through her, and she looks like a fool in front of all her minions. And she, again, she made an enemy out of Lily, so that's never good. So I'm going to give uh, Juliet an LVP, fresh off her MVP from last week. Uh, Brendan, who's your LVP of the episode? My LVP should be pretty obvious, also. Um, it's going to go to Baby Milo. Baby Milo, I, I, yeah. I haven't been right, any happier to have someone written off the show. You're, just, you're a bad actor. And just a bad presence for the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry. Sorry, Milo. I, I never uh, believe a single who, one of those cries. <laughs> Gabe, who's, who's your LVP of the episode? Uh, Probably Juliet. I mean, the whole episode was a loss for her, right? So. Yeah. Definitely it, it, it was embarrassing. It was cringe. It was. She just got. Very hip of you. She got. It was, it was millennial yeah, cringe. Got, yeah. Yeah. Gabe, are you millennial or Gen Z? You I don't know the difference. Okay. I'm, I think I was born in '97. I think you're. Oh, right you on are cusp. cusp. You are cusping. Yeah. I think you're right on the cusp. Mm. I think that's like the. Cusp. I don't know what that means. So you could pick. You could pick which one you want to be. I guess. I think you might be like the oldest Gen Zer. Could be. The oldest Gen Zer. I think, so. I think it might be you. I don't. I don't think I have a lot of the qualities as Gen Z kids do. Uh, so I. I well, maybe we're all, we're all cuspers. We're cuspers. <laughs> cusper. It's like Larry David. She was, yeah, she was a cusper. <laughs> um, all right. Without further ado, let's get to everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And this episode, we are going to be doing the scene where Serena and Blair enter the Hamilton house and meet an old friend in Penelope. Um, I have my script in front of us. Uh, Gabe, you're the best. You're the guest. Uh, who would you like to uh, portray in this scene? I'd like to be Serena. And then is that okay? I know you usually like to be Serena. Is, that's, is it okay? That's if, fine. Uh, I'll, I'll be the the hottest mini of all time, Penelope. Yeah, and I will default into my usual Blair role. So uh, <laughs> if ever, if everyone has their script in front of them, uh, Serena, you'll start us off. This starts with Wow. I'll yes. start with Wow. Okay, good. Just make sure. All right. Here we go. Wow, I thought college was going to be different than high school. Who'd want that? Ooh, look how hoity I'm coming down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, oh, but you're, this very is... right... <laughs> you're very haughty right now, Penelope. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> Sorry, but this is a private club. No has-beens allowed. Penelope, good to see you, too. Too long. Or long... <laughs> Long time. Too long. long. Wow, very <laughs> casual and cool of you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, clearly, standards have slipped if you're a member here. To whom should I speak to have you removed once I get our keys? The wall. <laughs> as you gesture airily. <laughs> as I gesticulate against the wall. The who, is this grand, who is this grand dame on the wall? <laughs> I'm, I didn't know she was painting. Who does the captions? <laughs> the stage notes to this. Oh, Penelope, who's the grand dame? Sorry, I'm busy painting this fucking dog. Who's the grand dame of yesteryear that is hanging <laughs> up on the wall in painting form? Uh, Penelope also could have been painting the, the wall at your guys' school. Uh, my great aunt, she was a founding member. 
Ah, nepotism. That explains it. Now, if you don't mind, you can direct us to the Keymaster, and then, as I gesture, get me, get me some cashews. I'm famished. Wow, what a wow. scene. Great job by everyone. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you had a good time. Um, that'll do it for everything, of course, except for some plugs. Before we get to that, Gabe, thank you so much for yes, coming on. So I'm much. glad you agreed to it. I'm glad we finally worked out a time that we could record. Do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? Um, well, I just want to say thank you to you both. This was exciting and fun. Um, I always love talking to you. You're uh, one of my favorite people from from my Albany years. I, I love oh, you, whenever we get the chance to catch up. You uh, you always know how to make me laugh, and Yay. I enjoy any creative outlet you do. So I'm excited that I get to be a part of it. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess if any Gossip Girl fans out there want to listen to some new music, I play in a band called Young Culture. Uh, but other than that. Uh, just, I'm excited to be a part of this. Very and I good. And I, you know what? Here. And I am saying right here, right now, I will start watching Gossip Girl. Wow. Oh, wow. And Brendan, you're saying right here, right now, that you will start listening to Young Culture. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you've even, you've plugged them a couple times before on this show. I'm I have. Sure. When, yeah. the, when the album came out, I gave the album a good plug. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna really? To oh, that's awesome. Yeah, of course. Sure. I'll get back uh, to you with Brendan. feedback. I'll let you know, um, how much I love it. If I hate it, I'll let you know, too. <laughs> Give it a rating. I'll, I'll, I'll take a rating. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah. In a, and, and then the, the MVP of the album and the LVP of the album <laughs> okay, as well. Good. Right, right, right. Of course. Then and Young then, Culture Theater. And, and we'll, do, right, we'll do, no, Young Culture Karaoke. We'll do something. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, send, I'll send you a cover. I'll send you a cover. Brendan, what are you plugging? Well, if you want to go follow our sister show, The Sandy Boys, you can go Follow us over on patreon.com slash the Hoppy Boys Pod, where we cover every episode of the OC. I believe we are about 14 episodes in at this point. We have had a few guests now. We're really starting to get rolling here as we are like right smack down in the middle of season one of, of that show. It's it's a lot of fun over there. We're doing great. Oh yeah. We're crushing episodes just like we do over here. Three bucks over there gets you fifteen episodes basically. So you can't yeah. you can't you can't beat that. Uh, it's, it's an incredible value so go support us over there at patreon.com slash the happy boys pod otherwise new, new episode being released soon and then we have another one uh in the works that we'll be recording soon as well so, so you, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get episodes 14 you, and 15 you're gonna get them baby uh yeah i guess when this releases this that episode 14 will have released yesterday so check that out um Great. more importantly than that though you know you know what month it is gagan it's charles it's month it's Charles Month over <laughs> on the Hobby Boys podcast. So if you want to hear men named Charles talk about their favorite beers, go over to the Hobby Boys podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and listen to those. You, you'll you probably know, if you listen to the show, you'll know one of the Charleses over there. Wait, were you able to book Charles Bass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's Ed Westwick oh is going to be a guest. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, would, he, of course you would agree to talk to me. All <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, Brendan, I don't, I don't have much to blog. I haven't been doing much, seeing much, busy. watching much. I know, I've been oh, you know what? Busy. I should tell you, you while my... we're here in your plugs, I watched the first two episodes of Saved by the Bell Reboot. Get the fuck out of here. You first actually two. did? Yeah. Wow. Are you laughing at? Uh, more laughs each minute. Yes, I love it. The first episode was like, I get what they're doing here. It's cute. And I didn't like laugh too much. And then I'm, I'm excited for it to get better because I think they need to like lay the groundwork. There was a lot of exposition in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And then I like mm -hmm. the second episode better. So 
amazing. You're they're only gonna get better from here. Yeah. Uh, crime that it was canceled way too soon. Josie Tota is a star. Can't wait to see. I really like the Zach next. Morris character. He's very funny. I can't wait. He's gonna. He's very funny. He's gonna be great. Yes, I'm a big fan of him as well. Um, Abe got to get on the Save by the Bell reboot train. We're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. Um, mm. Besides that, I will. I'll also plug Young Culture, uh, their, their latest album. You had to be there, right, Gabe? Am I right in uh, saying that, that is the name of the album? Streaming You're, on Spotify, I... which I listened to it on. Uh, I'm assuming probably Apple Music as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All, all You're doing a better there. job than I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fan! I told you when a friend of the pod, Lita, came on, and I it was around the time the album came out, and I was plugging the album, and she was like, "Wait, you listen to Young Culture?" That I've been listening to them as well, and I was like, "Oh, my, my good friend Gabe is, is part of the band." Pretty cool. You're you're like, oh, it's a real thing, eh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh wow, so so you actually do have listeners. <laughs> this wasn't just a like a garage band side project that you that you were doing. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be like one day where we'll talk to someone random and they'll be like, "I've been listening to this podcast, Lonely Boys." I'm like, "What? Oh, we have listeners!" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, besides that, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. Uh, Gabe, would you like to plug your Twitter? I'd also like to mention Gabe is one of my favorite tweeters as well. He's one of the I best. Was just oh. about to say, you, you, I was just you've gone about viral to say. Uh, multiple times. Dude, I was just about to say you were one of my favorite followers. I uh, enjoy your mutual. Tweets, so. The feeling is mutual. Tell them where Wait. they can follow you if you want them to follow uh, you. If not, tell them to go fuck themselves. It's just, <laughs> I kind of wanted to say go fuck yourself just to say it, but uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Gabe Pietrofesa. At Gabe. Yeah, Brendan, what, Brendan, what was your Twitter? I want to follow you. Uh, I guess you could follow me at Ruppy Puppy, R-U-P-P-I-E-P-U-P-P-I-E. That's the one I... R-U-P-P-I-E-P-U-P-P-I-E. Oh, there we go. There it is. Follow. All right. A new friendship was born today, if nothing else. Oh, look at this header. I can't wait to see all Dude, these listen, uh, all these great tweets. Uh, the, like just this insane podcast going on with some natty lights. And a <laughs> oh, shot. Nice. That's his other podcast, the Hoppy Boys, of course. Oh, where we're doing like Charles Month. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> never forget Charles. If you, Month. if your name is Charles, you could be on there. I guess it's too late. Yeah, Until never we do forget a game. Charles. Oh, maybe Month we'll do a Gabe and... Month. Maybe. Um, we'll see. Never forget Charles Month. Never forget to come back next week where we'll be breaking down season four, episode four, a touch of Eva. But until then, know you love us. XOXO. Love hey, boys. boys.